0: What's up guys is inside the north side coming to you from the studio. So we have a very special guest here. Uh, He is one of the hosts of the uh, Skip the Noise podcast. One of the one of the best podcasts in Houston, aside from myself and some others. Um, Please give a round of applause to uh, uh, Benjamin. big crowd applause man
1: it was man Not just for bigger anybody. crowd than i bigger <laughs> crowd than i expected so thanks for bringing the uh, bringing the people no problem uh, man yeah thank you man uh, i'm uh, i'm excited to be on of course we've been conversing back and forth for quite some time now so it's cool to actually uh everything come to fruition
0: yeah we finally have this uh this collaboration <laughs> working uh um, yeah, big time yeah dude i mean so okay first first of all before we start anything you never, you never addressed the reason why you're called Blueberry Sugar on the last episode. <laughs> I sure did, and I do that a
1: lot. If you'll notice, I'll 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 say, "Oh, I'm going to talk about that in the second half." Oh, and then there's all these like loose ends. So that's funny you point that out because I've done that more than once, and uh, some people text me and shit and point it out. But uh, so it was a earlier that day at our we had a little work uh, party. Uh, you know, like the Christmas holiday party, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we did white elephant gift exchange. So I picked out, uh, it was the, I think it was like one of the last ones to pick. So there's this like shoe box and it had, you know, a bottle of wine, a couple of little gin, little mixers. And then a, uh, (laughs) this candle from like bath and body works, but the flavor was blueberry sugar. (laughs) And so when I was doing my little thing, like, Oh, what do we have? You know, in front of everybody and, uh, I tend to 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 uh, get assigned a bunch of nicknames, mm-hmm. and so he made a comment. He said, "Oh, that sounds like a that sounds like a good nickname for you." And I was like, immediately, like my head just snapped. Like, you know what? It does. That's a <laughs> that's that's actually a pretty damn good nickname. So I'm gonna run with it. So, he just as I was doing the intro on that, uh, you know, for that episode, the last one, I uh, I sprung that in there. Just kind of off the cuff. Like, yeah, I guess I, I, guess I got a name now too, guys, because they get the cool names. Yeah, like,
0: I mean, Mexican Nostradamus is a pretty good one, you know, Brown Python, and you got, you know, just, I, you guys have cool names. I don't really have a name. I just like, I just go by the host, you know, or the host yeah, with yeah, the yeah. most from the third coast or whatever, you know. There you
1: go. That's a good one. And, uh, but yeah, nicknames are fun. You know, it's the reason we started, uh, they all came up sort of organically through the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Mexican knows. Di- I think there's an actual episode where Rick coined it uh, to Ben. And uh, it, it's worked out just because the, both of us are Ben. And uh, I've talked about that before. in like some other interviews and shit, but uh, the fact that we both go by Ben, I'm obviously Benjamin, he's Benito, but mm-hmm. we're both referred to and referred to each other as Ben. So for the, for the, if we're going to talk on air, it's that's going to be confusing as shit, so we had to distinguish, uh, you know, the, the, the two names and associated with the, the voices. So, because that is one thing, like when you're doing a podcast, you don't realize, um, because you know, mm-hmm. right, who you're talking to, you've known these guys for, for a long time, so you're very familiar with the voices. But somebody just listening cold from a different perspective, sometimes it, it gets good. Wait, who, which one's that, and which, who's this? So uh, it's it's good to have the nicknames because it's a it it stands out, you know, you
0: yeah, know? It, yeah, of course. I mean, and then of course, you know, the guys just made a Twitter, so it's easier to follow them and now like, okay, this one is this one and this one is this one, you know, so it's easier okay. to
1: separate the two Ex- exactly. So uh, like almost a year and a half, yeah, right, almost to the uh, month, a year and a half in, those two knuckleheads are finally uh, you know doing a little social media to uh to help me out a little bit because yeah at this point i've basically i've done all of it uh which is fine because i'm probably the most inclined to do so Mm -hmm. but um but yeah it's cool that they (laughs) so they got uh you know while we're talking about at mex nostradamus and at rick Bluecheck are their two handles on twitter so they i think they both just basically started the account so uh yeah if you're listening to this give them some love give them a follow help them out a little bit get started
0: i did already i was like as soon as i was listening to the episode i was like i'm gonna follow these guys
1: (laughs) yeah see that's the goal like it's good to hear when stuff like that actually works because so many times you you know you're talking about stuff and uh on air like hey do this or check this out send us an email and then hey finally there's actually living proof (laughs) that somebody does it
0: i get that all the time it's like hey don't forget to follow the podcast or don't forget to do this don't forget to do that and i'm like well Nobody does
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I just fall talking into off the side of a fucking mountain in, in, into the abyss. But hey, Someone that's what will we're hear doing. Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But honestly, if like nobody listens to the show, it would still be valuable, I think. I think they could still do it. If we literally had like five listeners, I'd still do it. <laughs> so you know?
0: how did you and Rick and the other Ben, how did you guys meet? Did you guys meet like in high school or were you like yeah, friends?
1: Yeah. So yeah, me and Ben know each other since we were like 12. Uh, so we grew up, we're like best friends and shit. Like, So we knew each other real, real well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, I knew Rick prior to the, the show, but really had only hung out with them maybe a handful of times. Him and Ben were real tight because they went to uh, TSU uh, for pharmacy school. And that's where they met. Uh, so they knew each other from way back. And once again, I I had met Rick a few times, but we had started the way the show started – was, uh, you know, both Ben and I had been real f- fans of podcasts and, y- and myself even further back, I was a big fan of like talk radio, like when I was growing up and shit, mm-hmm. uh, Art Bell, you know, when you're coming home from fucking whatever doing something and then uh, like Jim Rome too, I was a big fan, The Jungle. And uh, anyway, so me and Ben had talked for for years and years, like always mentioned, hey, we're going to start a podcast. We're going to start a podcast. One of those things like everybody goes through, right, where you Mm -hmm. like you always talk about it fucking over and over and over again. And then nothing ever happens. Well, but we're really caught like the idea kind of took form. So, you know, the two of them obviously have kind of very uh, polar, different uh, political views. Mm -hmm. Rick being the conservative, Ben's being uh, the liberal. So the three of us kind of started this text thread organically where we'd be talking about shit like that and going back and forth and, like, sending funny, whatever, funny news articles, blah, blah, blah. And then it, the, fuck, the light bulb went off. And we're like, fuck, this is the show. Like, we, beca- we try to, like, go through all these ideas, like, oh, we'll do one about, like, some sports, fucking recap the week, and, like, all different ideas, dude. And it just never happened. Finally, like, this shit was like, oh, fuck, we're doing it. And none of us really had any kind of, like uh you know, tech sort of, I mean, to, to a certain degree, but n- not anything about like recording audio or anything like that. So I just was like, fuck it, dude. I'm, I, once I made up my mind that it was going to happen, I just started Googling shit and trying to learn, okay, how do you download the editing software? Like blah, blah, blah. Like what mic to get everything and just boom and just did it. And then we just started recording the shit and, and yeah, and we don't record if you've never listened to our show, we're, we're remote, uh, Rick and I both live in Houston and, and Ben has was dragged against his will about 10 years ago to DFW, unfortunately. Uh, so anyway, he, he sits there and screams from, uh, I would from about four or five hours away. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, man. Big time. So poor him, but, uh, but it, it, you know, we've done the show now for shit. This is, uh, we just put out episode 79 and we fucking hit, I swear, dude, almost every week. There's a couple of weeks, like the ice storm. I mean, There's like the only times we've missed has been like legit ass reasons, you know, (laughs) like the the entire state of Texas didn't have power. So, yeah, we couldn't record that week. Sorry. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so, but but we still I still put some shit out like I had uh, or I made up for it right the next week. So we've basically accounted for every fucking week since we started in June of 2020. And that was like the one thing that like I was, you know, dead ass impairment, Like, fuck, man, I want to be like we like I want you to be able to count on your fucking skip the noise episode, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so, yeah. And then all of a sudden, sometimes you look back, you're like, oh, geez, like, holy shit. Like we've we've talked, you know what I mean? We talked some shit on a microphone for hours. Mm -hmm. Like I did the math. I did the math on that. And, uh, you know, it gets pretty staggering, but Man, if you just keep doing something—not to make this into like a Tony Robbins like motivational speech—but you know, like once you set these like little habits in motion, all of a sudden you look back and you're like, "Whoa, shit! What did I just do?" And uh, so, yeah, man, we're pretty proud of what we put out. It's definitely fun, and it's definitely like—I'm sure you can probably attest to this as a as a fellow podcaster. There's something about the act of doing it right and speaking your mind Mm -hmm. for like. Hours, Yeah. That's very life changing. Uh, So since we started the show, not to bore you with all the details, but man, definitely uh, my attitude, all kinds of things have changed. So, you know, once you get something like that and something you believe in something you keep doing, it's a good, it's a good feeling, man. Everything else sort of like lines up. So I don't know if you've experienced anything like that or.
0: Yeah. And in some sort of way I have when, before I started doing podcasting, I really wasn't, like, a speaker. I really didn't, like, talk, really. I was kind of like, "Ah, just keep to myself. Mm -hmm. But when I started doing podcasting, I started noticing, like, I really like to talk. (laughs) I really like to hear my voice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: you know, I got used to talking and then, you know, uh, interviewing with people. And it's kind of changed my perception of a lot of things where it's like, even though I just live here, there's a there's a bigger world out there and there's so many yeah. interesting people. And there, you know, I was like, well, I'm just one podcaster here in Houston. I don't know that many until I started looking out and like, Oh, I found you guys. And then, you know, some other podcasters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not alone here. Um, so it also taught me like community and just, you know, trying to make friends and stuff like that with other people. Yeah. But you know, it, it's been, it's been a ride too. I mean, I'm on uh, episode, I'm gonna say this one will be ninety two, ninety two, ninety three, and bravo, yeah, I've been bravo, <laughs> I've been doing this for two years, more than two years right now. Yeah, and it's I'm I'm like where the, where the hell did time go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh no,
1: really? It's
0: true. And mainly, to be honest, like the whole podcast, the majority of it was like during 2020. You know, with right. everything was like the COVID lockdowns and. You know, mm-hmm. I, I still met with people in person and, you know, most of the time I would try to do it over the phone. But yeah, um, the majority of it was like that. So I had to learn like, OK, I'm starting a new podcast and it's like, OK, now the whole country, the whole world's in a lockdown. How am I going to do with this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. What are my maneuvers and what do I got to do? But it's been a it's been a beautiful learning experience, you know, just podcasting and stuff like that. And just getting to, you know, like know who I am and hear myself and be like okay, I need to work on that. (laughs) You know, I just said it out loud for everyone to hear. So it's like, they're going to expect me to work on that. So, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, really, it does. It kind of holds you accountable in a certain way. Because you say something, it's like, oh, shit, like I put that out. I didn't just say that to somebody in a room. And it sort of dissolves into the ether. And it's based on whatever memory the two of us had of it. This shit is like documented. And, uh, (laughs) you know, sometimes too, it's a little bit scary because with all the just built into the way we live today with the surveillance and being, you know, your phone's little tracking device, all that shit. Like it's over, mm-hmm. right? Day one, you got, you know, I've got several devices and I'm the, I'm, I talk shit about it like weekly about stuff like this. And then I still have Alexa and you know what I mean? And all this stuff, I, I it's like, even though I know, it, cause it's too late, there's nothing I feel at this point, there's nothing you could do, but that being said, so you, you do like you say stuff and you have your opinions And, uh, or, you know, or, or make a joke or, or say, say whatever it's recorded. Mm
2: -hmm. Like any,
1: anybody in theoretically, anybody in the world has access to just go to Apple podcasts or Google podcasts, Spotify, whatever, and just download shit. Thousand hours is stuff. You know, I've said on, on record.
0: Yeah. That's the scary part. That's the scary part. It's like, it is. What do you think about it? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like. I have say I have you know my little topic where it's called unpopular opinions, and mm-hmm. I've said stuff. It's like, hey, look, this is my own opinion or my beliefs and whatever like that. And sometimes when I let it out and I edit it and like I sit down and listen to the episodes because I do listen to my own episodes, I'm yeah, like, I'm like, who's gonna hate me for saying this? <laughs> it's yeah. like someone yeah, yeah. out here. Whoever it's a listener or some brand new person's gonna listen to this, and they're gonna think this guy's a jackass
1: <laughs> right right, yeah, no, no subscription uh no <laughs> on that one for sure, but that's the thing too. It's like you gotta um I noticed because like the the you know the podcast is like a, a outlet for stuff like that, shit, the way it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, like you get used to just that muscle gets worked where like the thoughts just come out and you're really speaking. At least I feel it's almost a mechanism to train your body to be more in tune with what it really thinks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause in the process of doing shit for an hour and a half every week, you're talking about, uh you know, the thoughts in your head and you're relaying them it's just like you, if you are doing pushups and shit every day, like you're, all the muscles involved in that activity are going to be uh, stronger, just more used to to doing that. So they build around it. So then, uh, as you conduct yourself in your regular life, shit. I, at least I've found like the thoughts just like sort of pour out, mm-hmm. and it's not even a there's not even like a barrier anymore. <laughs> you know, it's just like an instant sort of reaction. And uh, hey, whatever the cards fall, that's you're you willing to deal with it now, right? Because there's there is hours of you online that anybody can. So who, who cares? Like that, mm-hmm. that aspect gets reduced. Yeah. Like the giving a fuck about what people think starts to quiet down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it has. So it's great. it's yeah. funny
0: because, um, last year I did an episode with my girlfriend's brother and he is super liberal I mean, he has his heads, his head stuck up in liberals ass. That's how much a liberal he is. So he came on. I had him on the podcast before and it went okay, you know, and then I had him on, I think maybe a few months later during the whole like George Floyd riots and stuff like that. And literally like he he came out the gate like attacking me. Because of what I was like, I was like, well, you know, this and this and that. And he's just like, bam, 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 bam. And I'm like, whoa, dude, you know. And it's just constantly just like him attacking me for what I'm like, my opinions are. And I'm like, "Uh, uh, you know, (laughs) it's it's hilarious. But I've had a lot of people like message me and they're like, I feel I feel very sad for you because you had to deal with that. And I was like, what are you going to do? I mean, that's just how people are and that's his opinion. I mean, he came to me with that and just what am I going to do? I mean, I gave my opinion, he gave his, he didn't like mine, but I'm going to stand for what I believe in. And he doesn't like it. Well, Hey, he can go suck a dick. That's his fault.
1: Yeah, no, it is. That's the true. I mean, but that's, that's how it works. That's yeah. how reality works. So that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No one's going to you know, be nice just, to you all the time. Yeah, just, Exactly. And, and not only that, that's good uh, for the sake of entertainment for what the the show is, uh, that's fantastic. You know, you don't you don't just have to talk to each other and be be nice. There's no rules that say that. So no.
0: uh, So where did you guys come up with the name Skip the Noise?
1: Skip the Noise. Yeah, that was a a good question because trust me, there was a a lot of other terrible ones that were, you know, thrown on the table before that. And uh, the credit actually goes to Rick. Cause yeah, it was one of those things where we, we knew already we we're going to do it. We have everything set up. We were getting ready. Um, I don't, I think we knew what the name was going to be before we did like a, we did like a practice episode, mm-hmm. maybe like one or two of them where, so I could kind of figure out how to edit and do all that shit and see, just sort of like a test, you know? And, uh, yeah, we, I think we had the name before we did that, but, um, you know, we wanted something to convey cause the show, uh. guess i haven't even said that yet if you if you've never heard us we're it's like a current like a weekly uh news politics show essentially but obviously it's where it's a little uh rough around the edges and and a little loose you know so we take a lot of humorous liberties and it kind of drifts in its own way but it is very topical like we have Mm -hmm. we definitely have like a set agenda so knowing that that was kind of going to be our angle um the whole, I guess, the the thought process behind the show is that, man, fuck the CNN, Fox. Like, it's all, every, it's all business agendas behind it and pushing something, sell ad space. And it's like, it's a whole mechanism, right? It's a whole. Yeah. So it's why everything's going to shit <laughs> to try to be, like, hyperbolic about it. But so we were just like, I skipped it, like, basically, like, fuck the news, skip the noise, you know? And mm-hmm. that was kind of the thing. And then Rick typed out, skip the noise. And you know? I was just like, that's it. Like, right when he said that, I was just like, I started Google searching it to make sure it wasn't like already a thing in some kind of other, you know? Yeah. And really nothing like came up like that. So, boom, we registered that shit too. Uh, get LLC and did all that. And then, um, yeah, I started getting all the social media accounts like immediately once we had the name and, uh, you know, lined up the podcast and all that. So, yeah, that's the yeah, that's the kind of idea. The name is like skip, skip all the bullshit. Like I was trying the concept in my head. I was Mm -hmm. trying to verbalize was like, you know, picture uh, like I always like the idea. It's like such a romantic idea of some guy with all these fucking ideas and nobody wants to listen to him. And he's like in a trailer. He's like somewhere and he's got like ham radio shit. And he's, like, talking the most brilliant shit, but nobody hears it except for, like, three people. Mm-hmm. But, like, for those three people, this guy is, like, some mad scientist out there. And you know what I mean? Like, the desert of Nevada or some shit. And nobody. I, so, the idea was, like, I feel like, the, you know, the white static. Like, if you're on a TV, like, between stations and shit or, like, the old TVs. It was, like, some stuff, something coming through that. Yeah. And so, like, when Rick, when Rick said skip the noise, like, that's it. That's it. Like, skip the noise. Boom. So. That's how that,
0: that's how the name, I like it. I like the, the name when I first heard like one of some of the episodes, I was like, I get it. I get the name now. I get what it means. Yeah. I was like, it's really it's, brilliant. It, it's like, just skip all quick. the noise, skip the CNN, skip the yeah. Fox, skip the M and M uh, whatever you call it. And just, yeah, you know, all that. you know, uh, just do, <laughs> just do that. Just skip all the noise. Yeah. It, just, it says it for itself. So, uh, I forget how I, like, I started listening to you guys. I don't know if it was y'all followed me or I followed y'all, I don't remember. But I've been listening to episodes, like, ever since. I mean, I enjoy, like, all you guys. Like, when I tell people about Skip the Noises, like, you get both sides. You get a liberal side and you get a conservative side and you get a middle side. And then, you know, both of them are funny. Both of them come with good points. And you're like, I agree with him or I agree with him. And, oh, you both have good points, you know. And it, I like that because I'm really in the middle when it comes to, like, mm-hmm. politics and stuff like that. So I like hearing Rick, what he says, or, or you know, the other Ben where he says things. And I'm like, okay, I get that. I get what both of you guys are saying. And I see what angles you're coming from. So I enjoy it. I, I, I it's, just, it's funny to me when you guys, like, started, like, calling people nip tards and, and talking about <laughs> Biden <laughs> shitting himself three, four times a day. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah right that's the thing it's like i guess that you know from a from a listener standpoint because i'm like you i listen to the uh i listen to the shows and for honestly i do it i have to do a um like a quality control check so i'll listen to i'll I'll edit it get it all ready and nice and fancy just like it was going to go out and then i'll give it that one listen um And then uh, but then sometimes after that, you know, like a couple days later, like if it was if it was one that like really hit, um, because I'm kind of like I'm an audiophile, dude. I like and I used to be a a musician, too. So I I see it from like more of an art standpoint, like Mm -hmm. its opinions, its news or whatever. And the guys may be a little bit different, but like my the way I intake it um, is almost like each one is like its own little separate piece. Right. Coming from it from a music standpoint. Uh, that's how I approach it and that's how like I put it out that's why it's like you know I try to come up with some kind of title for each episode just so they they each have like their own merit mm-hmm. even if you were to and, and you know while it's like current events so normally those are designed as being uh, you know you kind of never go back right because that events I like to think that are. Our stuff is worthy, though, to check out just because of, like you said, like the little stories, the things like that. So they're all their own little thing. And uh, and the fact, too, that it can, you know, go from a very taking a topic very, very serious and having opinions. And but then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, start talking about some kind of joke or or poking fun at it. You'd really never know. It kind of keeps a a nice flow to it. So uh, once again, that's why that's why I take time to listen to them, even sometimes after the editing process is just sort of enjoy them. And I also did to, to, to judge like, Oh, did I think it was slow in some places or whatever, just always critiquing to, to try to, to try to steer the next one in the, the better direction.
0: And Yeah. I, I totally, I totally understand that. You know, I as well, I'm a musician myself. So what I do, I care more about the sound. So yeah, I have the roadcaster and I started messing with it and it's like, do I want my, Do I want my sound to sound very airy? Do I want it to sound spacey? Do I want to have Mm -hmm. reverb or, you know, I like the very compressed sound where it's just my voice. I know sometimes you can hear the dogs barking or you can hear the echo in the room. It's because I don't have any, um, acoustic panels yet, but I will start getting that ready. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, more, I'm like the sound. So it's like, I'll mess with everything before an episode record and then when I go to edit and everything, I try to peek, I mean, critique a little things this and this and that, and then mm-hmm. listen to it. And I'm like, okay, that's good. You know, <laughs> and I put it out there. Yeah. But um, we were talking off air before we started, you were saying that you were in the music scene in the early
1: yeah, 2000s. Yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs> bro. Yeah. So uh, it started kind of oddly enough, it was a friend, uh, myself and a friend from high school Cause I was big, I was big into like a lot of different music, but since I was a real little kid, man, I was into hip hop, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm a little older, man. I'm like, uh, I'm 43. So I came up through, I was a kid when like rap and hip hop really hit like the, a mainstream audience, you know, with run DMC and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it was just a part of my life ever since growing up and, you know, I listened to a lot of other shit too and whatever dude metal and you know but uh so anyway that that led to a friend and i in high school uh not even having any sort of ambitions of doing anything musically we just had fun like he had this little karaoke machine and he bought at a pawn shop this little sampler like a sp yeah. uh so we just started doing making little loops and beats and rapping over them and shit was fun dude and we like make little tapes and Like, we'd mix it with other shit, too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we'd mix the... It actually started with the mixtapes, like, actual cassettes. And we keep trying to top each other. Like, he'd make one, and we both played... We are on our uh, basketball team. So when we went on the bus, it was, like, a competition of, like, who could come up with, like... You know, you'd go comb through music stores or whatever, try to find, like, whatever shit. Use stuff. Just find, like, whatever. Dig up everything from, like, shit that was good and current that we liked to like weird shit you'd throw in there mm-hmm. that like, so it was like this competition between the mate and then we started actually making our own shit over the tapes. So, and then funny enough, we got to the point where people actually like thought it was good. And we were like performing some of the shit at parties or whatever, like in the, you know, to some people's dismay, but uh, uh Mexicanosa sister was dating this guy who he was in a, he was a guitar player in a band. Uh, But he had just bought some And this is before like laptop He had like this Roland digital recorder Like a 16 track deal And he was recording uh, Hip hop guys like from his neighbor They lived off of like Aldine Mail route like, Okay uh, Of north And so yeah all these dudes These Mexican dudes from over there had this band And but on the side The guitar player was Like I said he was looking for like guys in the neighborhood To like rap and shit he was going to start producing. And his the the uh percussion player from their band who I refer to on the show all the time, Mike Tacklebox, mm-hmm. he was his friend and he was the one assigned with like okay, you're going to learn how to use this this the 16 track and you're going to start recording these guys blah blah blah. So that's how he developed that. So anyhow, we hit it off. Dude, they they invited us over to have you ever heard of the Franciscan or uh, Francisco studios downtown? Yes. I have. Like in, yeah. So anyway, way before that sh- area was like gentrified and renovated, you know, it was like, it looked like uh, what do you call it? Like fight club. back. Remember where they live? The squat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, yeah, 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 Like that was the, that's what the neighborhood looked like back then. And uh, so we, we, we roll up in there and met these guys and like recorded a few things. And it was like, boom, like we hit it off. Like, Oh shit. So that ended up, that was a long story too. Like that, the guy i was rapping with ended up quitting and and all these things but i ended up sort of becoming really good friends with these guys in the band so it like eventually evolved to that band broke up and then like we picked up some of the pieces from some other people and then ended up with this thing and uh yeah man, we played uh started probably like 99 to like 2005 mm-hmm. um and yeah shit dude had some fun played at all the you know shit all the places probably don't exist anymore most of them but uh yeah that was that was a good experience even traveled a little bit like yeah. uh around texas you know austin beaumont uh, shit like that and but uh yeah it was a whole shit was a lifestyle we were practicing like two days a week no other bands that like we knew were like that uh consistent ass rehearsals two days. and we all work and uh, shit i was working staying out till two where they're doing a show we do and we did like one show a week dude, mm-hmm. for like three years like we were nonstop, and uh we played like more than anybody like a lot of people were like jesus christ like y'all fucking slow down <laughs> you know but like we literally no matter if it was like five people or like 200 mm-hmm. we just kept playing just every fucking week so uh and the type of music we're playing was kind of weird like imagine maybe it didn't really sound like them, but kind of the same idea as, like, let's say, a uh, uh, check your head slash ill communication era beastie boys. Okay. Okay. Type of a thing. We had a seven piece, we had a chick that played flute, sax, and keys. And then people were switching instrument, Like, uh, shit, Mike Tacklebox plays drums, guitar, bass, everything. So, like, we we're always, we had a drum, drum player, bass player, guitar player. But the guitar player also played keys. One of the guitar players or one of the vocalists played guitar too. And Mike Tacklebox could play drums too if needed. So like there's all it was like always shifting. And uh but we we would do all this cool um like the banter between the, the three of us. It was kind of like doing the podcast, like when I think back, we'd have these like whole like little jokes going on. And one time we even brought a dude uh, like a friend of the band they had found, they had found this like real ridiculous looking sort of mesh, like football Jersey from the eighties at some little thrift store mm-hmm. in the back on the back, it said golden boy and it was like number was 69 or some bullshit. <laughs> and so we came up with this whole backstory, like on stage that like, I used to be this, uh, you know, I challenge like, like, <laughs> Like in the early 90s when Vanilla Ice was popping, I was challenging motherfuckers in dance, like in clubs around town. Vanilla Ice came to town, <laughs> like all this bullshit. Like yeah. it came from this this real story that a dude that I worked with was like reminiscent on the old days when he was like a badass dancer. And he's like, Vanilla Ice came and like challenged him and they had this fucking <laughs> dance off like so at some club in Houston. Mm-hmm. And like a fight almost broke out. So I was like, I always had that in the back of my head. So I was like, dude, what if we like stage some shit like that? So we had this cat. Uh, wear this f- football jersey and this wig and he would just like he just he watched the whole show in this particular show like it was at, it was at uh, off Washington there was a place called the Rhythm Room okay. which who knows what the hell it is now it's probably some restaurant or some shit or a bar and uh, <laughs> yeah right or not just another bar it was probably like 75 different bars in like two years but at the time like this is a place called the Rhythm Room we, we played a lot at so and it was a good it was a good night it was like a Saturday's pack. So it was a perfect night for the shit. And we had, uh, so he was just like a plant in the crowd, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He was just enjoying all the other shows. And so we started talking on stage. Like, ah, oh, man, man, remember that time you, like, blah, blah, blah. You, you, you rolled up in the club and the ball. Yeah, man, I busted his ass blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden he's like, you did what? Like, he's in the crowd. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, yeah, golden boy, blah, 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 And all of a sudden everybody's looking like, wait, what? Like, golden boy, who the fuck? And then dudes... <laughs> Like we're referring to him as golden boy. And then by the time the audience looked, they're like, dude, "What this dude has is like, this is golden boy. Like he's got his, <laughs> it's on his Jersey. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and so we started talking shit. Like I'm on the mic and he's like saying all these things are so like, all right, fine. <laughs> so the band, I was like, all right, let's do, let's settle this shit once and for all. And everybody's looking around like, dude, is this real? Like what the fuck's happening? like every, you know just confusion and uneasiness mm-hmm. and and I, t- I told the like told the band to play like play something funky like stupid you know because the so all, it's like this disco like like this walking bass line and shit yeah. <laughs> and we get down and had like a whole dance off and doing like kid and play like jumping over your foot moves and uh then dude falls down dude and the crowd went crazy and anyway but we theatrics and it was a it was fun times man uh <laughs> Back, back before, and you know we we were done before really social media hit. So yeah. like none of this shit exists. Yeah, which is it's just all in like stories and shit and memories. That's so the crazy a weird, part. That's the yeah. Crazy it was part. a weird timing. Like we broke up like one year before YouTube. There's like there's one video that exists on YouTube. Uh, uh, Patty Bullet, who was our saxophone. Uh, she had like a YouTube account for a while. This is one video of us. Uh, I think it's like Friends of the Enemy Who uh, Helios was the name of the place we were playing. It used to be like the mausoleum on Westheimer. Okay. And then it changed Changed to Helios. I don't know what the hell it's called now. Uh, or if it's even like a venue for, for that. But uh, yeah, we were playing upstairs at this place. And uh, so that's on there. I don't know if you... <laughs> I may post it for like Throwback Thursday or something. Shit, uh, but that's the only, yeah only evidence of anything we've done. So,
0: I mean that that's it's so like we were just saying it's so weird how like is it, they're all just stories. They're not on social media. Like you can't yeah. pull up a video on YouTube or you can't look at it like oh this was a TikTok from you know, like nowadays yeah. it's so weird. Like you can just pull up a video and be like yeah here it is you know. But
1: oh every everything's documented like yeah. official even regular people like their regular lives, you know, you, so you look weird. down it. No, it, it's really, it really is weird. And it's almost like, it's kind of refreshing. I'm, I'm almost glad that it's, uh, uh, I don't know. And that I didn't mean to like bring up this whole big point, but that just highlights something, you know, you look at prior to all this where stuff did just sort of exist in the realm of people, people's accounts, and yeah, shit, I mean, I'm not, all kinds of shit is documented from that era, but I'm just saying in general, your average person, you know, unless you were a big, you know, some se- sensation and had all kinds of media surrounded your, your thing. But yeah, now it's just like your average, average everyday person has almost their entire lives, uh, like digitally capsule. Uh, I don't know. It's just different. Like you can go, you can go back and reference everything yeah yeah so so easily
0: like five year, like 13 year old 20 year olds can go back and be like yeah this is when i was five and it's like yeah i have no memory of what i was five that was like in 1998 and it's like i have to remember i don't i can't like go through my computer and look up a video from you know 2000 and whatever and be like oh look this was me you know i can't do that so
1: oh yeah it there may be like from when I was five. There may be just in in on this earth. Maybe like a handful of pictures mm-hmm. that that somebody had. You know, like maybe my grandma has stashed some away somewhere, or you know my mom in her attic or some shit. Like that's it. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it's crazy. Like it's crazy. Like it's one house one house fire away from nothing existing. Yeah, you know, or or whatever. So yeah, it is weird, dude. Whereas all this shit is like backed up. Uh, it ain't going nowhere through the cloud and everything. It's like yeah. I have, people
0: have their baby pictures in the cloud. <laughs> yeah, man. So like
1: weird. you ever, you, you ever think? You no, know, really, it is weird. Or like video, even. Mm-hmm. I remember that was the weird thing I started seeing when I started having like, you know, cousins and and stuff like that, and like their video recording stuff was like more accessible. And yeah, and there was like video of them as a baby. And to me, that tripped me out because like for me, like I, I mentioned how old I am. Uh, yeah, that didn't, there's no video like whatsoever of me as a baby on the earth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, like like when you think about shit like that, it's just like, no, there's not one. It no. doesn't exist.
0: I think there you might know? be one of me, but it's like when my parents used to have like the big camcorders that would be like in your shoulder. Um, oh shit yeah. and they have like, like the news little reporter. Sm- yeah
1: <laughs> the like, little getting the cassette tape kprc <laughs> on the on the spot yeah
0: oh my god i remember looking at them it's like what the hell is that you know being yeah. a kid i was like it's it's weird I was like what is this but there might yeah. be a video of me maybe my brother um but yeah there's just pictures i mean kids nowadays is just like like we were just saying it's like you Everything. can just pull it up and it's there you go. <laughs> it's,
1: it's there. Yeah, that's a different... Like, it makes for a different... Not that it's right. and no there's no judgment on this, but it's just different. Yeah. Like, there's conceptually thinking of yourself. Because, yeah, for me, it's like whatever memories I might have preserved uh, is there. You know? But my... Like, your perspective on shit is so different. Like, I'm sure if I recounted an event that happened to me when I was seven... Whoever else was around me has a totally different thing of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like oh no motherfucker like we've got you know what I mean your mom put this on her fucking Snapchat story. Like that's you. It's like, on her Facebook you know, timeline. Remembered the- yeah, It's on her Facebook <laughs> timeline. Put <laughs> that shit on Reels.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so it's technology is crazy, but it's also yeah. but um yeah dude, uh, you know, going back to music I, myself, was in a few bands, and I've talked about it throughout the podcast and stuff like that. I used to be in uh, a few of them. One in high school lasted for, like, maybe a month. We didn't do any shows. We just practiced. Yeah. Um, another one... Uh, this one's a crazy story. So, I used to know these guys in high school, and they were always asking me, Hey, we want you be in our band and I'm like I can't you know I don't have a car I don't have any like yeah. transportation whatever to go and practice and and do shows so I go like, oh, okay so I met them a few years later when he was working at Target and they're like hey do you still want to be in her pan? and I was like well I have a car now so I guess so and I have a job um, they used to live off of 290 on the other side of um it's not West Road it's a uh, damn I forgot what the street was um, but it's on the other side of two ninety, and I would go and they, I would, they would practice in their little uh, apartment and, um, excuse
1: me. I'm sure the neighbors were super psyched on that. <laughs> you, the neighbors,
0: there was like no neighbors. I would oh, go really? up there that's yeah, and it's like, nobody was downstairs unless they didn't really care. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a good setup. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would go in there and, oh my God, it. I'm not lying, but, like, the apartment was just bad. It was just bad. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, management had never seen their, what their apartment looked like. The carpet was yeah. all messed up. There was, like, a dog chained to the corner, like, look, like that's looking a- to get free. Um, oh,
1: that's, am- that's amazing. I like yeah. that visual. Thank you.
0: <laughs> they had a big... Ba- yes. um, it was the lead singer, his girlfriend, which is also the manager of the band... The drummer, the the guy, well, the lead singer's other girlfriend, and some random person they picked up that was living with them. So there was like five, there was like six or five people plus a baby living in one apartment, plus a dog. Oh,
1: that's awesome. And a baby.
0: <laughs> and a baby. And I was like, am I going to die in this apartment?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it stunk very bad. It just, they were just... I don't even have to explain it, it was just horrible, anyways. Yeah,
1: I can, yeah, I can so the, <laughs> conceptualize what you're talking about. I've been, I, I've been in similar apartments, I know.
0: <laughs> um, so you know, the bass player would come, he was like this weird guy I used to know in school, he was kind of quiet. Um, and they would set up and we would just practice, and like the lead singer was also the guitarist, he was never really in a standard tuning. He was like i have my own he was like i have my own tuning
1: oh, right got you I, yeah he's like you, you, <laughs> trust me man
0: i'm yeah yeah i i know it sounds ridiculous no, I, yeah. he was like no it you does
1: know. i i get it he's like no you're wrong no you're wrong <laughs> i'm i'm making art here you, you don't tell me that's right yeah I know, I know.
0: yeah so I know the type he was in his own world you can say the bass player was in his own world. He was, like, half a step down in tuning. So he, we were, those two were already not working out. And then you have me, who's, like, a musician that's, like, oh, I'm standard tuning and this and that and whatever. Right. right. And then you have the drummer whose drum kit was, like, a piece of garbage. I mean, even, like, the pawn shop wouldn't take you there. Just, like, dude, just throw that away in oh, the trash. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, bad. No. It was bad. And we practiced, I practiced with them for a few months, and they're like, we're going to do this big show at Fitzgerald's, rest in
1: peace, course. Fitzgerald's. Of course, I know, that's, a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a big one, that was yeah. a big one.
0: And the guy's like, yeah, we're, we're, we got signed to um, this record company label, blah, 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 and we're going to be recording soon, and I was like, um, no, you're not. Not not in this apartment. Yeah. Not with not with you yeah. guys acting how you guys are right now. Um, long story short, we played the show at Fitzgerald's. After that, I decided to go solo. <laughs> I was like, forget this, I'm nice. out. Short lived. Yeah, and within like maybe like a week or two later, a friend of mine calls me and says, "Hey, you need to look at the news." And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Just go look. Just just go look." So I look. And the guitar, the lead singer, the manager, and the drummer are on, their their mug shots are on, <laughs> on like I think it's like KHO eleven or whatever. And I was like, um, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> so pretty much, um, CPS got word that their child was Uh-oh. living. Yeah, you you kind of see where it's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody called CPS on them, said that the child was living in not suitable you know, living arrangements. So she went to go check and see, and she told them, Hey, we're going to be, um, what's the word? Not interviewing, but we're going to be like wa- monitoring you guys and see how you're living. You know, we're not taking the baby away from you. We just want to see how you guys yeah. are living. And, um, they didn't take that very well. Um, so I think what it, I think they knocked her inside the head. Oh, conscious. Yes. Okay. locked the door, put her in a chair taped her hands to the back, like, you know, like, like that.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And she woke up, like, scared for her life. She was like, these guys are going to kill me. I don't know what the hell's going on. She said, luckily, like, she knocked down on the floor, I think, if I remember, and she, like, dialed 911, because I think CPS workers have, like, 911 on on speed dial. And luckily, (laughs) the cops heard what was going
1: on. It's not (laughs) funny, (laughs) but, like i'm just picturing <laughs> dude, i'm sorry i'm picturing her <laughs> like she's got it on siri or some shit like because she can't use her hands yeah like there's some special code she can talk into her phone to call nine one one. one and just in case you're like fucking bound and gagged
0: <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah. like i think it was like not even like 10 minutes later the cops show up bang through the door and like from what i'm picturing they take them out and I think one of the, like the guy's other girlfriend was just sitting on the couch watching all this as it happens and did not interfere at all. And yeah. they were just like, did you do anything? Then she was like, no, They're like, okay, did they do anything? <laughs> yes. And they're like, okay, they're going with us. And they just left the girl sitting there on the couch. And the That's other girl awesome. that was living there, she was at work and she had to find out on the news as well, like a day later. And I'm like, how do you find out a day later you were living there? <laughs> You're yeah. just like, oh, where the hell did they go? Yeah, so it, it's, yeah, a, it's a really weird story. I mean, I, I tell that to people and they're like, no, that didn't happen. I'm like, there's video proof of me playing with these people on YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. No, I, well, it's not awesome, but it, it's, it made for a good story, I guess. Yes, um, that,
0: that's like one of those 48-hour, uh, like, Shows that like you know, right. and You were,
1: you were right there, dude. You were right on, you know what I mean, the cusp of that whole story. Well, oh shit. Well, I don't know if I should talk. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> well, the, uh, I'm so tempted to t- never mind. I was right on the edge of this really breaking. I, I'm very. I'm debating whether to. Oh, mean, I'll save it for another time. Yeah, just, just save it for yeah. Just because yeah yeah yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah, the legal every now and again it would be fun to talk about but i better i better chill um <laughs> they're listening but, they're uh, like you better
0: not talk about that story <laughs> yeah 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 well i'm just
1: going through all the scenarios in my head real quick and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah just shut up i'll just shut up shut up's probably the easiest way to handle it but um but yeah dude like there was all kinds of crazy so um, earlier i mentioned like where we practiced just being involved in that world mm-hmm. yeah dude like there you see some weird shit um so this place uh this practice space so basically like you know, you obviously know what it is, but for people listening, this really old, I think it used to be like uh, where they kept, I don't know, there's all kinds of legend around this shit, right? So you don't know what's true or what's not, but it's like mm-hmm. where they kept insane people or some shit. And it's just this old building. It's probably like five story, you know, a real rundown, no fucking windows, no. just brick, just death. Like there's this like metal door that you have to wait. I swear to God, like three people in the whole Building have keys and like everybody else just like lingers outside. And then as soon as somebody comes in, they put a rock in and like 10 people sneak in. Like that's how I got in every time. Like I just parked, would wait for some motherfucker to come out and then like, okay, cool, cool. And then like 10 people would go in who are waiting, smoking outside and shit. You know, there's like rats. The place is pretty nasty in yeah. the area. The area, like now it's kind of different. It's they've they've put a lot of development into it. And oh, for you sure. Know, the state, sure. I mean, it's a whole different, whole nother thing but back then it was like yeah really run down uh, pretty desolate scary uh and but anyway so so much so that there the one funny story is like this uh this other band that we were kind of and that's the thing too you'd have like two or three bands would share um a space right because it's not you don't practice 7 days a week so you'd share a spot with like three different bands um, so that was one of the cool things too, about like the whole scene is that if you're bored one night, you just pop up, knock on the door, you know, and you meet all these people, man, in the space. Like there was, uh, for a time you, you ever heard of the rapper from Houston, uh, Devin, the dude. Yeah. I heard of Devin, the dude. Yeah. Like he had a spot, like, uh, his door was next door to us. Oh really? And that shit, that shit was hilarious, dude. Cause he'd be in there. He was a really cool cat. And like, but all these people would come like, hang out with him. You know, all these like chicks and that was, it was a fun little scene. Uh, he, he was a good dude, but yeah. But then there was like metal bands, like fucking like these, you know what I mean? These older cats that were like still trying to be suicidal tendencies and shit. And um, with the bandanas and like, you know what I mean? Uh But then death metal, all this shit. And then like Tejano bands, like everything was in this building, like Coke dealers that like lived there and shit. Um, that like made their little space into an apartment, <laughs> like all kinds of weird <laughs> shit. But this one particular time, um, just to kind of give you the the sense of what this place was like, um, the a drummer from a band that we were associated with <laughs> won't won't air him out. But he had got pulled over uh, on the way to practice, and he had all his equipment. He was a drummer; he had all, all his stuff in his uh, truck. And he got pulled over and he had a warrant. So they're going to take him to jail. And he's like, hey, yo, like, damn, dude, I can't just leave my car right here. Like, this shit's gone for sure. He's like, is there any way? Um, so he asked the cops if they could just ride with him. He put all his shit up in the practice studio and then, uh, you know, and then go get cuffed and go to jail. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. So they come with him. He reminds t- <laughs> you, like, dude's coming into this fucking place. I mean, there's people smoking weed, like, oh so it was kind of you know it was bold of him to 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 make that suggestion knowing he's going to bring cops into this place and they so everything gets weird right there's these cops and they they walk up walk him up to the thing uh you know they were cool they let him do his shit and um they were like looking around the fucking cops were like dude what is this fucking place what (laughs) the fuck like they were even like uneasy like dude what did we just walk into and, uh, but yeah, there's all these like stories that are just so entertaining to me like this, uh, you know, there'd be all these, you'd come in and just hear the, Whoa! like double pedal, like mm-hmm. mania. <laughs> and, uh, there was, um, the, the, the legend was that like the stuff on the bottom floor got flooded back in the seventies or shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i'm laughing this is so morbid but it's it's not so this place allegedly i don't know what it really the purpose originally was for but they're saying it was like where they kept it, like us you know where they kept insane people or some shit and they all drowned um because the the you know houston floods like a motherfucker in mm-hmm. case you haven't ever watched the news in your life um so that's kind of a way of life down here but all these 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 poor bastards that were like on the ground uh, or like i guess like the basement floor flooded out and like all these dead bodies floated up through the elevator shafts and all this that shit (laughs) we just made these joke about like yeah dude nobody wants to practice down there that shit's gnarly like it's (laughs) on it's haunted haunted as fuck or whatever (laughs) you make the joke like nah man but uh whatever like twisted fucking pentagram fuck i will take it how many how many people died (laughs) down here like yeah we'll take it bro (laughs) fuck it <laughs> so that was always a joke. that like the bot nobody ever went to like the sub <laughs> sub floor one, but there was actually people, I guess, that practiced down there. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, and they had they had restrooms. Um I mean it's still I think it's still like people use it. Yeah, uh, people it's been still so use long. it. Yeah. So it's a it's a I drove by it actually not that long ago. I was downtown doing taking pictures of, you know, like graffiti park and all that stuff around there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, ah, just for shits and giggles, I'm in the neighborhood. So let me cruise by in <laughs> France. Yeah, it's almost like I, I think they worked on it a little bit. But um, but yeah, essentially, it's the same thing. I, I, I venture to say, though, I'm pretty sure it doesn't quite have the same uh, vibe to it. But
0: <laughs> well, Yeah, you I can mean, make
1: yourself you could just show up. And that's the thing, dude, this, this was like before um, people were just starting to have like flip phones. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you might call. But like you didn't know. It wasn't like communication. Like so sometimes it'd be like, Man, I wonder if Mike uh you know, tackle box is gonna be up there. So I would just drive, you know, like a fucking 15-minute drive or whatever, and uh just show up. And then you go up to you knock on the fucking door, which is like this these big ass heavy fucking metal doors. Nobody answers. Ah shit. Well now I'm here. You know, like maybe I'll just drink with these guys in this fucking weird metal band you know what i mean and you just ended up hanging out there and getting all kinds of weird shit so i don't know i, w- I would like to think ho- i don't think that shit exists anymore like that whole like the lifestyle of it mm-hmm. you know i don't know maybe it does and i'm old obviously so i'm not in touch with what's what what's going on, on that ground but at that time man it's real in other words i'm just getting a little nostalgic it's like a fun you know just kind of anything goes whatever the fuck yeah. type of uh type of experience you know
0: yeah, I've had a lot of friends, and because I have friends in the music industry who have practiced there, and they all say the same thing. It's like really shady. Everyone shares a room. Yeah. There's no windows. It's kind of yeah, like not, it's kind of moldy in there. And you're like, yeah. Am I gonna die here tonight, or what? Am I gonna yeah. see somebody oh. coked out on the floor?
1: <laughs> Dude, well, like for sure you are. Like eventually, like yes. if you go there every week, for sure. Um, yeah, and like weird shit too, man. Like my friends, some of them were assholes. And one time it was me, it was me and Mike just working on some shit late. Like we just decided to meet up to like record or whatever. It wasn't like a practice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh and then all of a sudden, like do do doo doo, like the door knocks are like, dude, who the fuck? We're not expecting anybody. Like, what the fuck, dude? This is fucked up. He's like, Hey, HPD, open up. And they're like, dude, I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, knowing that there's just like you know, the place smells, it's obviously like a fucking chimney, you know, mm-hmm. fucking weed and shit and all kind. of like, dude, what? I guess we have to. I don't know. Like, do we have to fuck him. Whatever. We open up in this dude, but like he's regular, like a regular clothes. And he's like, yeah, we got, <laughs> we got called to a noise complaint <laughs> and we start looking at each other like noise complaint. And mind you too, we're like stoned off our ass and we're, we're like all nervous and she's like noise complaint i'm like bro this is a like people practice music what the fuck are you talking about noise complaint and he's like i don't he's like i don't care no don't talk back to me like he was doing i had never seen this guy so i didn't know what the fuck like he's saying he's a cop but he hadn't shown me a badge like this is just extra sketchy dude like nothing <laughs> nothing like the only thing scarier than a cop busting you is somebody pretending to be a cop busting you mm-hmm You know what I'm saying? Like that could go left real quick. Like somebody pretending to be a cop. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt, does not have good intentions. No. Okay. So, so anyway, that was going through my head. I was like, (laughs) is this guy a cop or is this a guy pretending to be a cop in which this is real bad. And then all of a sudden asshole, my friend, runs from back of him bah! like he kicks open the door like y'all there's some bitches y'all were scared as fuck i don't know <laughs> i like God damn it dude <laughs> so yeah it was like embarrassing as shit like because yeah we bought like i'd never seen this dude i was like the fuck is this like i didn't honestly i didn't think he was a cop but once again that's even more fucked up if it's somebody pretending to be a cop because who <laughs> knows <laughs> there's way more question marks in that situation than you know getting arrested for some some bullshit so But yeah, it was just, there was always something going on, like I said.
0: Yeah, being a musician is so weird. Um, The last band I was in, um, the lead singer was like, hey, we're going to play at this beer garden in spring. And Mm. I was like, cool, hey, it's a beer garden, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those. So we meet the guy, he's like this long haired, with a beard. His name's Harley. He's a, he's a white guy. And he seemed... Yeah. He was pretty really cool. He was like, hey, what's up? And he was like, yeah, this is going to be the beer garden. So he takes us in the back. It just looked run... The place looked run down. He called mm-hmm. it a beer garden. But it looked like nobody had worked on anything. Like, the house... It was like a house. It was like somebody's yeah. home in the front. <laughs> right. You go through, the, like, the back. And then, like, there's a little... Like, a little mini house in the back. And then, like little patio area he was like, this is the beer garden and I was like,
1: <laughs> is this the beer garden is <laughs> this your backyard You're like what, what, what <laughs> It's like a foreclosed this? house that somebody picked up like ah, fuck it I thought yeah. it was
0: I thought it was because he was like, this is where the beer the bar's gonna go and this is this and that here's the stage <laughs> The stage was no bigger than like I, like yeah. a two by four really and I was yeah. like, how are five people gonna fit on this stage?" So you know, we set up and he was like, "Hey, come into my uh come into my office." And I was like, "Oh fuck it. Something's going to happen to us." Yeah. And it's like like a it's like something from like the mid 80s, like somebody was like fond of like <laughs> Texas western, but like in yeah. the 80s and it was like oh, dusty and we're just like smoking weed in there. And It were just like I was like, what the hell is going on? What did I get myself into? (laughs) Why am I smoking with these people who I don't know? And I'm about to play at this beer garden, which doesn't look like a beer garden. Yeah. So we played the show and I'm like high as fuck. And I'm like, oh shit. And I forget how to play. And like the drummers like laughing at me and I'm like, dude, I have no clue what's going on. So he's like, You guys played great. And I was like, no, we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about?
1: Yeah. It, did we? This guy's full of shit.
0: <laughs> so he invited us again to play. The uh, second time we play, it was a little bit nicer. He had got lights. He got the bar going. Um, so the second time we play, we're trying to get through a set and the power goes out. The power wow. goes out like six times, and we're trying to get through one song. So wow. we just say, "Fuck it, hey, we're we're not we're not playing anymore." Yeah. So. we're We were just like, fuck it. And the guy's like, no, no. And I'm like, dude, just give us our free food and let's just go. Fuck this. i i drove all the way from, you know, where I'm at to old town spring for this. And I was like, yeah, no. And then he like gave up on the beer garden idea. And now he's like some solo artist traveling the country. And I was like, well, that's a weird turn.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Dude. I love shit like that. I had, (laughs) well, yeah. And like ending up in these weird places, playing all these shows, um, like, we would play a lot of these warehouse shows, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in these just desolate, fucked up, um, you know, forgotten places, parts of town and shit. And... Um, or, they'd be, or they'd be, like, these flops. So the thing that doesn't really exist too much anymore is, like, we'd go to all these, like... We'd play all these, like, bike courier parties. Um, like, the dudes that used to... This is the thing. Like, people now, like, you don't see them anymore because everything's online and all this shit. You don't have, like actual dudes that were like rode around downtown with packages mm-hmm. going from like that was like a whole lifestyle and uh yeah these dudes like party like they did that shit during the day they were all like fit as shit cuz they rode their bikes all day um but they drank and drank drugs and like everything so we were kind of plugged into that crowd a little bit so we'd play a lot of their like bike courier parties mm-hmm. and uh yeah obviously those you know could get pretty wild <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and they'd play at these places where, like, you know, it'd be, like, eight eight to ten dudes would, like, live in this fucking warehouse they were renting and, you know, get fucked up and just shoot fire core. I mean, this is, like, near downtown Houston. You know, this isn't, like, out in the fucking country. The motherfuckers launching fireworks and shit. And um, <laughs> yeah, then, So we'd play. There was one party we played uh, down, I want to say, off of, like, uh telephone road or some shit like on it was a new year's party Mm -hmm. and there was this little sort of like uh what do you call it like a like a little venue um it was like a standalone like it was its own building but it's like a little you rent it out for fucking whatever uh meetings or uh maybe like quinceaneras and shit like that
2: Yeah, yeah yeah and
1: uh so it was like but it was in a real like it was pretty fucked up too and there was like a you know kegs or whatever it was new year's shit you know obviously like gunshots and shit going off because of new year's and uh but it was like this this badass show but then this one dude like and they had like there were (laughs) this one dude was like managing the line it's a super nice guy matter of fact i still kind of keep touch it we work for the same company
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um but real real like nice dude probably not the guy to like manage the line in this scenario but um this guy that like I guess some people knew or whatever, but he came out, he was all fucked. He was on acid and shit. So he was not making any kind of sense, but he was extra violent. <laughs> it was like fighting and like that, that became a whole scene, but I was so messed up. I didn't even know that like that was going on. I was trying to like talk to this one girl that apparently like, I completely embarrassed myself. Like I just went you know, I was like, you too drunk. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, I think, yeah, I'm actually in love with you. Like one of those type <laughs> of things where I was <laughs> just made a complete ass of myself. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, like just shit. I don't know, man. That shit was so fun. But it was was the whole time though. Like work, dude. I worked at like five a.m. So like I I just had this lifestyle where I was out till two or three o'clock every single night, uh, practicing twice, at least one show a week because we just played wherever the fuck we played. Mm -hmm. And and but but that's the thing. Like we were good because of it. Like we were our shit was tight. So like occasionally we'd have like, we'd pop, you know, we'd play these, you know, people were noticing and we got it. we were for a minute. Uh, what do you call it? We were like nominated at Houston press and shit like that back when that was a thing. And, uh, but yeah, then it all, all of a sudden somebody, that's how bands go. Right. Like, right. It kind of, we were just about to sort of peak and, uh, or we did, we broke up like almost right at our peak. Like we had a few like kind of uh what do you call that shit? Like public access, like TV gigs. And for, for, you know, now like what, what, like, what is that even Yeah, like for then, like before YouTube and shit, like that was kind of a big deal. We were on something on public access that ran like once a week because they kept, kept playing it. And, uh, but yeah, that shit was fun, man. I learned a lot like the, the chaos of it, the, the sort of work ethic of it. Um, cause yeah, you couldn't just like post something and like send it online. We talked. I talked about this a little bit on the show, like, a a few episodes ago, but it's like, yeah, man, like, find somebody who has the hookup at, like, a Kinko's or whatever, print the shit out of some flyers, you know, go hit up every smoke and toke or every, you know, like, every place, like, right, can we put flyers here, or, like, every fucking bar, blah, 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 flyer cars, talk to people, invite people to the show, and, uh, yeah, man, like, really... Really put some shit in. So once again, man, I'm I'm kind of like jerking myself off on some (laughs) nostalgia shit, but it's fun. That's the thing. Like it's so fun because I never get to talk about this shit. Uh, That's why going we were conversing. I was like, man, knowing that you were a musician, I was like, be fun to kind of like because I don't really get to talk about it too much on the show. Uh, But it's it's such a fun thing to sort of dive into And, and the story. I could we could go for fucking six hours. On the stories and shit I have, but it is fun to to kind of go back and forth on some shit like that.
0: It is, like I said, I don't, I have, I have a few friends though, like who have come on the podcast. where I not talking music, but like that. But I, I love talking to music about people because it's funny, and especially with other fellow musicians. It's like what kind of stories do you got? Well, I got these stories. Well, I got these stories. Yeah. Well, bet you can't top this? Or you know, can't, you know? So it's fun, and I, I can see like you're like excited, and I know the young guys are a bit like,
1: oh, like, well, you talking, you know? <laughs> yeah, like- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's all right. You can you can indulge me. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> Just what what the, the one thing I did want to say is like you talked about that house, right? Yeah, that's what that's why I, I started talking about the Francisco. But what what came to mind was this house. Uh, these two friends of mine and at the time i lived my i lived in with my dad like on some apartments off of tc jester and they lived just just down the street like a little bit further down and they rented this house and uh i think it was like some they rented it from some like lesbian couple that like we never saw but like their house was kind of the spot dude we'd always party and at the time like we would also like record shit too and that was the thing about kind of being in that bridge between like you know, punk rock and, and like hip hop and shit and both of those sort of worlds mm-hmm. was that you'd have like it was the craziness of like fucking band dudes, you know what I mean? And like punk dudes, but like hip hop shit, too. So you'd always be recording like whoever was whoever came through. Right. Like, oh, shit, we need to get a verse real quick from Homeboy or whatever. So like, mm-hmm. you, you know, Taco box had beats like for days. So we'd always be doing shit. So we'd go to this cat's house and it was actually the dude. It was Mike Tacklebox and, and the guy at Golden Boy, <laughs> the one from my, the story earlier. Mm-hmm. But they had in this house, like, so they had their little room or their, their separate bedrooms. There was a living room and there was this like back room. that wasn't really, it wasn't like in the backyard. It was kind of in this, I don't know how to describe it, but it was a little separate room and they just weren't using it. So, what they ended up using it for though <laughs> it is called the smash room. <laughs> so this is like, <laughs> bro, like imagine a whole entire room, not a huge room. I'm, try- I'm trying to think of the dimensions. I don't know, man, maybe like 12 feet. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like 12, 12 by 12. Or whatever. And <laughs> like, you couldn't walk in it because there was so much shit piled that just anytime they felt like breaking something you'd go in there and just smash whatever the fuck it was and just like throw it. Like, so there was like a bat and like a hammer and like tools like outside of the room. So he'd get fucked up and just be like, dude, let's go to the smash room and just fuck shit up <laughs> and just take these bats, dude. And just start going. I remember I brought Mexican noser, Damas. Cause he was caught con- like, don't get me wrong. Like he goes hard, mm-hmm. but like sometimes when he hung, like, uh, like I said, the two were like brothers. <clears throat> So he like, obviously he's, he's a crazy dude back in the day too, but like kind of a different, more of like a, I don't know what to say, like a kind of a clean crazy, if that makes any kind of sense. So like, sometimes he'd hang around like my, my homies, like with that kind of scene, he'd be like, dude, what in the absolute fuck is this? (laughs) He he was like looking at this room in awe and they gave him the bat. Like, you want to fuck? And he's like, yeah, of course I do. Like, what do you think? But he was like, he was looking at it. Like, I don't understand. Like, he goes, he was at this moment, just like, bro, I, don't, I never knew anything like this existed. And I never would have imagined anything like this existed until I walked in here. So, uh, yeah, smash rooms. I, but I think it's like therapeutic. I actually think there's something to that. It is. And it's but, funny because like, you, you
0: guys were doing it like before everybody else, like started capitalizing on it. Cause there's a few of those yeah. smash rooms around here in Houston and right. I like actually, there's
1: an actual thing. Now.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's crazy yeah like this was you no know, that's funny you say that because it dawned on me that like yeah i think there are like purpose like they actually set them up like that mm-hmm. but yeah that was like because th- so obviously it served a purpose right and uh and that's what it was it was like it it was a fun thing you had to be very careful right because obviously this is like a first aid fucking emergency on deck just awaiting. yeah because of all the the shards of like whatever but um but yeah man uh you know, and I always th- it always made me laugh because it's like the the neighborhood was kind of weird. Like you could have just a regular ass, you know, family across the street, and then like a house like that. And uh, who knew, man? Who knew your neighbors had a smash room, or or what all, <laughs> or what all kinds of shenanigans uh, happened like in the front or backyard. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I've seen houses like that, and I actually have a, a story about me going to a house like that. This is not like a music uh, type story. So this was like somewhere over there off of um, Spring Branch area. And this okay. guy messaged me because he was like, hey, I want to buy your guitar. So I was like, okay, sure. He sent me his address and I was like, oh, okay, this is somewhere in Spring Branch. So I go and I messaged the guy, hey, I'm here. He's like, okay. So this white guy comes out with like a gun <laughs> Like, oh he was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> like I'm walking up to the house, he comes up with a gun. He's like, "Can I help you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm here to meet so and so for the guitar." And he's like, "Oh, all right, well come in, buddy." I um, this house looked like a meth house.
2: It looked <laughs> it kind was? of
0: normal, like yeah. on the outside, but the inside right. was like a meth house, like the apartment yeah. I was telling you before, but like times ten, like. carpet was burned it smelled weird it's weird and then like the guy's like hey he's over here so i'm like scared i'm like i don't know if these guys are gonna like shoot me shank whatever the hell they're gonna do yeah and like i i go in this guy's room and i'm looking and i'm like this guy has surveillance cameras i see my car they lock the door and i'm like this is where i die (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And a guy looks at it And he's like What's wrong with it And I was like Oh you just have to like Take it to somebody To get fixed He's like Oh okay Well he's like Here play something And I was like Um No I'm okay And I'm like No I don't want to play anything He's like Oh okay, well, do you want to smoke a joint? You, I got some, I got some crack, and I'm like, whoa, whoa! I was like, no, oh, was like perhaps, no, sir. Yes, I'm okay, yeah. uh, I'm good. Yeah. No, thank you. I, I had some crack earlier. I don't need to worry, you know. And <laughs> yeah, I'm all
1: set. <laughs> I'm topped out. And he's like, yeah,
0: I just, I made my son this studio in the back of the house, and. I bought all this stuff. And I'm pretty sure they were drug dealers. I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Like walking into the house, these guys are drug dealers, and like he's like, you don't want, you don't want nobody to like, you don't want anything. And I'm like, no, I'm cool, dude. I just, I just want my money to get out. And, yeah. And he was like, well, I can't give you one twenty five because it's messed up. I'll give you seventy five. I was like, here, just give me the money. i will go. Fuck it. I, I got. I was like, I, I feel very uncomfortable here in my head I'm saying this. And I was like, Let me, just give me the money just give me some kind of money so I yeah. can get the fuck out of here yeah, yeah. and like I'm nervous because I'm like saying there's, there's surveillance cameras there's guns there's smoking yeah. weed there's obviously a crack pipe and like the house looks like a meth house and I'm like nobody knows where I'm at I'm gonna die
1: <laughs> right yeah yeah in Spring Branch
0: like in your- a Spring Branch meth house yeah and i've never said that story i haven't said that story on air actually so this is like the first time me talking about this on air
1: (laughs) i love it dude i've I've got a similar we'll go i just feel like i'm just going with the vibe right now we're going i haven't talked it same thing just like you i haven't told this shit on air real quick so for a short time i've lived in houston dude my entire life except for two short little brief bursts Mm -hmm. where i live somewhere somewhere else like briefly one of those when I, I was probably about probably 18 years old, I lived in Austin and I knew this guy. Um, it was like a friend of a friend, but we were kind of tight. We ended up getting kind of tight. We worked a little job together and we, we hung out and shit. Mm-hmm. this guy was kind of like, <laughs> like a really cool guy, man, but he was into some 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 dirty shit. it was always a little crazy so he, he it was weird because he ended up it's kind of sad he died actually a few years ago i found out um from drugs and stuff like that so at the time this was actually the beginning of his decline to mm. make, not to make it too morbid but um so we you know it's one of these friends you notice like the apartments they start to live in just get like shittier and shittier and sh- shadier and shadier and all of a sudden you're like oh yeah he's a crackhead yeah um So anyway, this was like a couple apartments before shit really went south, but it was still a little sketchy. Mm -hmm. So we go over there just to hang out, like smoke weed or whatever. So me and this other friend were walking up and it's the first time we've been to his place. Uh, And it's like it's a little rough, but, you know, obviously, like it's nothing I haven't seen before, Um, you know, just being around Houston or whatever. And so we walk up the stairs uh, and it's one of those places. Right. That's just got a weird vibe. Like there's it's up on a weird hill. Uh, the apartments, like it's like two story, pretty standard, um, you know, a little shitty, probably 20, 30 years old with like, you can tell it hadn't been worked on a whole lot, but like weird colors. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the door, the doors are like bright green. <laughs> like, I don't know if like what I'm putting out is making sense, but like, you know, when it's like a weird place, when there's like shit like that, right? Yeah. Like everything's off, right? But like the hill's weird, the parking's kind of weird, the, the fucking colors of the shit that they choose to paint the shit with is weird. And his door is like wide open. Like he just left, came back. Like he didn't. It, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, you don't lock your fucking. What the fuck are they going to do, man? I'm just going to fucking, you know, well, I got my fucking 12 gig. You know what I mean? Like one of those type of, like, okay, yeah. we're already in a pretty weird situation. And we go, hey, well, we're going to go. Uh, I'm going to go get a, a, we'll smoke with this guy right a couple doors down. And he's like, hey, this guy's a little weird, though. And i are like, well, okay, whatever. So we walk a couple doors down. The guy's like not that weird. He's, he's some young dude. He's actually like a student. So he's kind of, you know, for all intents and purposes, kind of straight-laced. So we're talking to this guy. He's got these dogs, these like Dovermans that are trying to jump over the wall. And there's this gap between the door. So we can't even talk, dude, because these dogs are so aggressive. And muscular and shit And just like, like so much noise Is happening and he's trying to tell us He's like ah man I wonder why I lose, uh, The Vikings are on man I got like 20, $20 on the fucking buy they're gonna cut You know he's doing all this shit and You know we're just like dude we just want to smoke a little bit And get the fuck out of here like So we start talking to him and then he's like oh What are you talking about man you don't have You know you don't have anything and he's like No 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 it's over you gotta go to uh, Whatever this other dude's place was And he's like Oh shit man He's like, don't. T- no, no, no. Here's what it was. He, he smoked us out, but he's like, hey, let's go real quick over across the way to this other guy's place. But he's like, I told him earlier that I don't have anything. So don't tell him. Mind you, we're already blazed out of our heads. He's like, don't tell him that we're high or that you we, I have any weed because he's going to be mad. And we're like, dude, don't like, don't tell us that now, <laughs> you know, like, we're already in orbit, but like, dude, sh- fuck, don't tell us stuff. We're supposed to remember to not tell somebody. No, don't do that. So it's already like, like the vibe is already off. We go across to the other the, the apartment. Immediately we open up. It's like five white dudes. Like some of them are like a hundred pounds. Some of them are like 300 pounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's either or all of them. Tattooed like to everything Uh, Everybody's fucked up Like everybody You would like walk in Everybody's on crack Like you can just tell (laughs) Like it's so It's such a weird vibe There's a guy in the corner Trying to light a crack pipe But he's standing right next to a fan And it's blowing it out Every single time (laughs) And he can't figure out Why he can't light it Like that shit was going on For like 15 (laughs) minutes Dude this is like a breeze in the coming here. I can't, I don't know why yeah. there's a breeze. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, you know, but <laughs> then there's this random ass Native American old lady on the couch with her legs folded, like, or just like just sitting there with her feet crossed, hands in her lap. <laughs> like, I for the to this day, I don't have a clue of why she was there or what what was going on. But anyway, so we go in. Then the friend I'm with is trying to be all normal, like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" Da da da. Like having this normal conversation. I'm looking at my other friend, like, "Dude, what? Like, what are we doing? Like, we can't get out of there soon enough."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And They're making all these jokes and uh, talking about like they just start telling stories, and it's already bad. Like, yeah, this guy knocked on the door the other day, and uh, like the guy beat the shit out of him because he not like he genuinely knocked at the wrong door. And the guy beat the shit out of him, and then got arrested. <laughs> like they're t- like these are the stories that they're going around, and uh then my friend starts speaking Spanish to the lady on the couch. Like he thought she was, you know, Hispanic. Yeah. And she's look she's looking at him all crazy, like, nah, no, no, I'm not. And they're like, nah. They all start laughing, like, nah, she's not. You know, she's uh, she's Indian, like American Indian. And he's like, oh fuck, you know, I guess I offended you. But then anyway they're sitting there and uh meanwhile that other guy leaves the one who's trying to light uh the crack with but he's standing next to the fan then i don't know man then they start telling him about the guy starts yelling at his son and shit and then my my friend gets up and he starts defending the dad like yeah you're his dad like you got." (laughs) and all this we just find this one little like brief moment of like okay we're getting the fuck out of here like asap and uh but, yeah, man, just being – I so I could relate to those little scenarios where – have you ever seen the movie uh, Boogie Nights? Yes, I
0: remember. Yeah, i okay, seen Boogie you Nights. Okay, me-
1: you remember the scene where the, he's in that uh, – they're in that the Coke dealer's house, and there's the little Asian guy in the underwear, and he's, like, popping fireworks, and the guy's wanting to play the music and talk yeah. to him and shit, and all they want to do is just get the fuck out of there? Yeah. Dude, that, that scene is so brilliant because – everybody who's been in those situation like they've been in that, that situation right where like all you want to do is just get the fuck out of there <laughs> <laughs> but it's like everything everything within their power keeps like wanting to like drag you into that fucking place but anyway man that's just funny some cr-
0: it's crazy I'm it's so crazy like I said I'd never said that story. And I was just thinking about that when I was at work. Cause sometimes I drive by like where that street is at. And yeah. I was like, I wonder if those people still live there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it it's, just, it's so crazy, man. Like you never know what you're going to get here. in Houston. you can have like, like you said, like a nice normal family on one side. And then on the other side, it's a med house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is interesting like that. It's, and it's one, it's a place that, uh, you know, i I'm, proud to say i'm from just because i feel like it's one of the most misunderstood regions of the fucking country by far yeah you know um and i say that like a region because it's you know houston slash southeast texas or whatever but like houston in particular uh yeah it's it's a, it's an interesting place man there's there's really nowhere like it and i've been around a little bit i'm not like a world fucking traveler but uh definitely been around a little uh, enough to say that yeah, it's it's very unique, and one of the things people like from that aren't from here don't part of what makes it that way is like the fact that there isn't zoning laws, so you do get this like haphazard um growth patterns, right? Yeah. right? That just shit shit like just sort of exists and and develops like as needed, so everything really has like a it's functional in a weird way, like nothing's really planned out. Um, it just sort of all happens organically. So it's almost, it has this unique quality. Like it's this fucking living thing because of the fact that it is like a free for all. Um, So, yeah. So like there's neighborhoods that are, I mean, there's neighborhoods, there's like houses that are fucking beautiful, like mansions. Cause they just tore down, you know, everything's in, in transition at all times. Yeah. You know, of course you do have your little pockets that like kind of neighborhoods that have kind of remained, the same but like, like by and large you know it's a very high quickly growing uh place so so you you do see a lot of that kind of upheaval and nothing's ever constant dude. like it's always changing always evolving uh but yeah it's a very it's a living thing man like <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> yeah i i totally understand like people who are not from here will not understand that but it's kind of like I guess you can kind of say like third ward, like it's third ward, and it's like okay, you obviously know this is third ward, and then like you can kind of like closer to like two eighty eight, and it starts getting really nice, and there's like, I just came from here to here. How that's a big transition from a a, a small broken down ass house to these multi million dollar houses. It's it's a weird. It's weird. It's like walking to like the Wizard of Oz. You're just like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah. F- what the f- did I, What happened? It is, man. And, it, and it's an interesting thing to like, walk. so I've lived shit, dude. Like since I was born, I'm trying I trying to do the math on this the other day. For some reason, it, it came to me. So I've never really lived in like, you know, my parents separated and shit. So I'm back and forth between parents and like, but we moved like a lot. Mm-hmm. I had one little stretch where we lived in a house for like maybe six, seven years when I was a kid other than that, though, it's been like go go go, like two or three years, and then of course when I was like <clears throat> after I turned eighteen, shit, I basically lived, you know, one place per year on average, you know, sometimes more. But um, so as a result of that, like I've lived on a lot of different places, parts of town, and and things like that. But the one thing that I always so so in other words, my point in saying that is like I don't have this. I mean, I kind of have like an area that I sort of get the warm and fuzzies for it that i kind of consider like air quotes home but you kind of since i don't really have that what i said earlier about it being organic and this like living thing like dude i used to go on like long walks man like when i was didn't have shit going on and i really felt like a sense of uh yeah which well okay let me bring this up i mentioned it on the show like a while back dude there's a three or four times I've done these inspired by a Houston press article back in the day, uh, walked all the way down, uh, Westheimer, like mm-hmm. it's in it, in its entirety, like all the way from like West Oaks mall to like fucking downtown where it ends, uh, and turns into like an Elgin, I think. Yeah. And, uh, so it's like 16 miles, blah, 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 blah. This guy wrote this article about is it. really cool. Uh, the author, John Nova Lomax. So anyway, now that I'm on, I'm on your show here today. I've been wanting to set this up for fucking ever. I've been wanting to take like a group. Mexican Opus Adonis did it with me two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was about three years ago, I think. And dude, I want to get like a group and do that shit. Maybe not the entire thing or maybe like a different route or like kind of pick something, mm-hmm. um, but like document the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, that would be kind of a cool little like uh Houston podcaster meetup type of a situation so anyway like i said i just wanted to float that idea out there since i am on inside the north side podcast to uh you know any fellow houston podcasters that might have the inclination to do something such as that uh hit me up
0: that sounds uh, that sounds pretty fun you know, i mean i've done the well i haven't done but i've driven down from where west oaks is to all the way yeah. to downtown because. My job, I I was like, Man, I'm bored. It's like I'm gonna waste time. So, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna drive yeah. from, all the way from, from like where the Galleria area was, all the way down to, no, not even to where the Galleria, to where like, um, Shepherd and Westheimer kind of are like at. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna go all the way down. Might as well forget it, because you know how like the traffic is. It's always bad. Yeah. So I've driven down, all the way to where the West Oaks malls is, and I was like, it's a far. Strong.
1: Yeah, it's far as fuck, dude. It's,
0: but it's, it's interesting. It's like where well, there's all these cool, random, weird places around here. So yeah, it's it, yeah. I, I would I would do something like that. It sounds like something fun. I, I I like walking. I used to work in downtown, and you know, I would make the the walk from to like Jefferson to all the way to like where you was and I enjoyed it. Oh, it shit. was, it was fun. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it was just like, it's a nice little walk. I mean, during the weekends, well not during the weekends, but like during the week, Friday yeah. night, you're just walking you're just having a good time and you catch the rail or whatever. But I would be pretty cool to like document that. Like, Hey, this is a, this is a podcasters meetup and we're trying, we're walking, you know, yeah. that sounds fun. I, you know, yeah. to the other five podcasters <laughs> There I know.
1: To well, <laughs> we got to unite dude like yeah. i have said we, you and i have kind of conversed uh, on on instagram or whatever about this but um and also too like you know obviously i've got uh i'm, I'm tight with um shepherd of mm-hmm. uh deep mc's podcast him and i are friends you know even before this but uh yeah just at, make some sort of a little sort of informal coalition would be kind of tight uh you know, also too, man, like now that kind of COVID is, well, wh- whoever, it's fucking never over at this point, Yeah. but, um, but they've kind of thrown their hands up as far as preventing, you know, like, uh, public gatherings and shit like that. So my point in saying that is that, man, uh, organizing some sort of convention, you know, albeit small or whatever, I think would be a good, uh, a good thing, man, to kind of. Yeah, organize and and collab with other local uh because you know the funny thing about the show and i'm kind of rambling all over the place but what i've noticed about the the cool thing about our our show when we cover the news dude like more often than not there's like big ass stories coming from this part of the country Mm -hmm. like very consistently um you know like the travis scott thing uh i don't know just just to give an example but i just seem like maybe it's because it's a Skewed perspective because since we are here and we kind of view everything through that lens. Yeah. Um, but there is something about like a lot of shit like sort of comes together here, mm-hmm. and you know, in a way, there there is something to that. Like there's a, in other words, like the future. I think you could see Houston's like a crystal ball for like the future of uh, how America is going to look like. So it's like it, it'd be it'd be wise to keep your eye on on how shit happens here. Oh, exactly. You know? For real. I mean, I've
0: heard that before where people are like, hey, you should keep an eye on Houston because Houston's... We got a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, we're, yeah. we're always trying to move forward, move ahead with stuff like that. But I had that idea in my head, what you just said, like doing like a podcaster meetup, like a Houston podcaster meetup. And I was like, oh, that would be cool to like get a po- couple people together, meet somewhere, have a good time, talk, podcast, this and that. And, you know, meet <laughs> up maybe like once every few months or something like that
1: yeah, yeah, and quarterly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: You know, like, Hey guys, what's going on? What, what do you got going on? What you, what do you have for this? What do you have for that? And stuff like that. So I know, I don't know if you know who Ozeal is, but I follow him on Facebook
2: mm-hmm. and
0: he's like this podcaster guru. I've had him on the podcast and he has meetups like that, but they, he's been doing them virtually through zoom because okay. you know, you know, COVID protocols yeah, yeah. or whatnot. Um, So, he has, like, groups, meetups where it's, like, podcasters from Houston and stuff like that. I follow some of them on on Facebook, too. There's, like, a Houston podcaster um, group. You know, there's another podcasting group. Like, I think it's called Houston Indie Podcasters or something like that. They meet (laughs) up over here. Yeah, shout out to them. They meet up once in a while over here off of telephone uh, at the Coral Sword. It's, like, this little small coffee shop where it's, like... A bunch of people go and play like Dungeons and Dragons and, and card games and stuff like that. Um, what's his name? Uh, former Astro, 100 Pence, owns it. So sometimes okay. he's there and he'll chill out. He's had Steph Curry there. Like, no <laughs> shit. Yeah, he, he has yeah. his own podcast there, too. It's okay. really cool. You walk in and it's like a coffee shop and then you go around from the side. And it's like this studio where it's like three chairs you have a big TV screen and then you have like cameras on the other side. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Um, I actually took pictures there. So my girlfriend, she's a photographer. So I was like, Hey, let's go take pictures. You know, she was like, where do you want to go? And I was like, let's just go to this coffee shop. It's cool. It's chill, whatever, whatnot. And I was like, what the hell? And then I follow them on on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh shit, hundred! I forgot hundred Pence owns this 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 uh, yeah. this coffee shop, and he had Steph Curry there on his podcast. And I was like, "Ain't that some Dude, shit? Fucking Steph Curry walking is. to this coffee shop to do a podcast?
1: <laughs> that is man, that's amazing. Yeah, shit, I, I had no idea. I never even heard of Coral Sword. No
0: yeah, it's it's it, it's been out for a few years. I think maybe like six seven years. It's small little coffee shop, but." it's it's really cool it's like a coffee shop and then right next door is like this barber shop so okay but it's, it's a nice little place I try to go there once in a while it's very hip you know where the little hipsters and cool people go to so sure oh I'm you sure. know it sounds like yeah
1: I I got that <laughs> I sense that vibe just from the the you yeah. me. yeah
0: so it, it's cool but yeah I mean they meet up there uh, once in a while sometimes I'll get like the alerts I'm like hey so they're going to meet up here and I'm like Oh, I wish I can go, but like I work on some days like that, but yeah, I mean, for sure. It'd be cool to do something like, like meet up at like a bar, or, um, some kind of like place like that and just like have a good time and talk podcasts and have a good laughs sure. and stuff like that. Maybe we do like one big giant one for like, yeah, you know, that'd be cool.
1: No, hundred that's, percent. Yeah. That's where it's at, man. Now that, you know, like I said, shit's loosening up a little bit. Cause yeah, a lot of people started, you'd brought that up earlier. Um, 2020 right was a perfect sort of breeding ground for a podcast because yeah what the fuck what else are you gonna do yeah and uh because you know but at at this point right you know a lot of podcasts last whatever they lose interest after a couple months or whatever so it's cool to see uh guys like yourself and in our crew just keep them pumping them out man
0: i mean i i enjoy podcasting it's just it's it's it's, it's enjoy, like I said it's enjoyable for me. I've been doing this since like late 2019, yeah. and I'm not a person who's gonna buy stuff and then just be like done within within six months. I've been invested. I've spent yeah money like on yeah. this this equipment, microphones, cables, um, certain software, and stuff like that. So it's like. I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to keep going strong. And I've mm-hmm. met podcasters from, you know, friends of mine who are like, we're going to start a podcast. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then it dies out within like yeah. six weeks or like five episodes because it's just too hard for them. They have no like passion for it. It's just like, well, let's just start it because right. we're all bored. And it's mm-hmm. funny because um, I talked about this during the whole pandemic, I needed to buy like more microphones because I was having more guests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Literally all this stuff was like sold out. These, the microphones yeah. that oh, I currently yeah. use, the audio technica AT 2020s um, were like double the price. They were like $220 and they're usually a hundred bucks. Yeah. So it was hard finding those It's hard buying cables. And I was just like, well, what the fuck everybody's like trying to do podcasting. And, you know, then like, like I said, six months later, they end up selling their equipment because they just can't do it anymore. Yeah. And it sucks because it's like, you know, you have some, you you wanted to be invested in this and then you just like, you burn out and say, ah, I don't want to do this no more. You know, yeah. it's not fun. And I think people have like this misinterpretation of like podcasting. They think like it's going to be fun and it's going to be cool and you're going to have all sorts of like good conversations and then. You know, after that one episode, it, it's like, okay, what are we going to do for episode two? And then they start like panicking and figuring out, like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm not really into I can't do this. You know, it, yeah. it, it's, it's, it sucks to see that. But like, you know, some will make it, some won't. So.
1: yeah, you're right. Cause there's a, everybody when they first start, they're thinking all the upside. Um, but there's a, you know, there's a, there's a trade off too. A, it's a lot of fucking work for for little to no reward Mm -hmm. okay so there's that right uh there's time spent if you're like i mean shit dude i got four kids so it's time right that i'm that i'm taking away uh but i think it's it's time well spent because it's something like i said i'm passionate about and and i manage it too i do it uh i typically we record when you know, everybody's asleep. So it's not like directly cutting into family. Anyway, there's, what I'm saying is there's a lot of obstacles. There's a lot of hurdles that go into it. Um, Shit. The three of us, fuck, they're both pharmacists who also pick up shit on the side. Um, I work fucking, you know, 50 to 60 hours a week, plus have four kids, uh, you know, and then doing whatever the shit else I have to do during the week. Uh, But we keep, we make time for it. So yeah, that's what kind of weeds out how committed you are to it. Um, And it's not just like having fun. I mean, it can be with some people's podcasts, just whatever, like aimless. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Like if that's the thing, that's fine. But what I mean is if you're really serious about putting out good stuff, you're going to critique it. Right. And you're going to like, even within the the episode itself, right. Your minds, you're not just loose, having a conversation, like nobody's recording, you're recording it and you're putting it out there. So you got to be thinking about, all right, is it starting to drag a little bit? Should I interject to kind of pick up the pace a little bit, or should I? Should we switch topics? Should we do you? You got to be thinking that mm-hmm. on the spot, like you're. I, I think of it as a fucking job, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's it's like um, a part time job. Yeah, yeah, and, and like or putting out the promotional shit, um, trying to be consistent. Like my work schedule is all all kinds of fucking crazy. It's not it's not the same thing every week so I already have to like a month ahead, be looking at like which day each week we're going to record, you know, when the guys are available and shit that in itself. I mean, obviously sometimes the three of us, you know, we've had a handful of episodes where it's either just two or we brought on like a a special guest or whatever Mm -hmm. to fill the gaps, but it's that mentality. Like, fuck the show must go on, man. Like however we have to do it, we got to put out something. And, uh, I got to work, you know, at like in the afternoon. So in that morning, I'll get up, get the kids off to school and have to edit the shit so I can make sure I try to get it out by at least by Wednesday. And, uh, you know, for what? Right. Like, it's not like anybody paying me to do this. Nobody's there's not like a bunch of people emailing me and shit like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you're not going to. But it's like you're. I'm committed to the project. And that's what the standards I have set in my head for putting it out there. So. You know, we try to hold hold ourselves to that.
0: Yeah, man. It like you said, it's kind of little to nothing. It's like we do all this for for me. I mean, like I said, I put myself through anchor, so I get like paid like penny per listen. So it's like I I do all this sleepless nights of editing, re recording episodes, promoting, just to get, you know, a penny per listen. But yeah. Besides all that it's like I'm dedicated to it. Like I was telling I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, dude, Um, Like he he has a podcast and, you know, he's like, you know, I want to do video and I want to do, you know, I want to have the studio with the lights and and this and this and that. And I'm like, yo, it doesn't matter. It's like you can have a nice studio. You can have the best quality sound ever. You can have whatever. You can have all the, the dress to the nines and everything. But if your quality of your podcast is shit. It, it, it's all, you're wasting money. You know, you can have everything, yeah. but if your content you put out does not match what you're, what you have, it it's, it's all for nothing. You know, that's why I'm fine with what I have. yeah, I spend a little money on a nice mm-hmm. little machine and I got some nice microphones, but I work hard for what I put out. You know, I write down all my little topics what I'm going to talk about, cause sometimes I will, I'll freestyle it. I'm just like, whatever. But lately, yeah. um, if I do my solos, I'll write out at the beginning of the month, like, okay, this is what happened this week. This is what happened this week. This is, you know, and I'll have like 10 different topics. So when January comes around or February or whatever it's for a solo, I have what I'm going to talk about. So I try yeah. to keep organized. I try to keep my, my content good. Cause it's like, I don't want to put out crappy content. I've done that before yeah. and it doesn't feel good. And, and you know, the listens, they hurt. Cause it's like, nobody listens to it because it's not that great. And I know it's not that great, but I still put it out there, but you know case in point saying like you know we work hard for what we do because we're passionate about it and you know we don't have people knocking on our door um wanting to sponsor us and give us free shit and stuff like that because i know a lot of podcasters who are like five episodes in and want to get sponsored by people and it's like yeah
2: come
0: on. It, it doesn't it doesn't work like yeah. that buddy <laughs> i've been doing no, this for it, two years and I, I, i can't even get sponsored by anything you know yeah
1: yeah and what you said hit home when you were like um, these people that want the all these fancy setups and all this shit. And a lot of them, dude, you'll see like, so obviously social media is a part of it. You promote your show. Um, the one thing that's always you got to make clear though is like the, the show comes first. And you see a lot of people on like social media and Instagram where it's like, it's almost like the Instagram account is the thing. And, and the podcast is like, the second. say the, Yeah, like the supplement. What I mean by that is pictures of their cool ass setup for like, oh, episode fucking four is coming out. And it's they got like, it's almost like they created their entire setup for that fucking Instagram post
2: mm-hmm.
1: where it's like, dude, for like I never I know audio would probably I mean, a uh, video would probably help us like if, if I was able to sort of do that. But I was like, realistically, brother, there's no fucking I don't have the time for that. Don't have. Uh, you know, I could scrap up the money for it, but once yeah. again, because of my situation, I'm not willing to invest that much. So I was just like, no, nah, we're just audio. That's what we're doing. Uh, it, you know what I mean? It's low, low entry. Uh, all I had to do was figure out how to edit the shit, figure out how to record it, get it on the internet. Boom. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. Like let the least amount of barriers between us and talking shit on the mic, putting it out on the internet. The better, right? Like, it's not about the, you know, you got to kind of get clever, right? To get attention for the show. That's all fun. Uh, but even with that, man, it's kind of whittled down. I tried, I went through phases where I was like, man, I really got to get out there and do some, you know, and I was spending time on like the posts and shit. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck, dude. Like, it's just not worth uh, the juice, isn't worth the squeeze. So I just, mm-hmm. you know, over time, you kind of develop like a little bit of a recipe. Um, you know, yeah, but, but yeah, man, it's got to be about the show first. Yeah,
0: because, you know, people want to do video. I've always heard and I've been hearing for the longest time, video is the way to go. And I tried doing video, so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do my video through Zoom. You know, like if I were to record this, I would edit it yeah. and chop it out. But it takes a long, oh, for sure. tedious I, time because I, yeah. I have to I have to edit the audio first and then get the video remove the audio from the video and then sync it up with the audio that i just edited fuck and then it's like it it takes me hours it used to take me hours and i'm like you know what i'm just i'm not gonna do video right now i'll wait till some other time when i can afford a camera or two or three but um you know it's tedious and i have people who are like well i want to do video podcast and i'm like Trust me, just stick to audio because it's the easiest thing. And if you start trying to veer off the road, which is easier, you're going to have a, you're going to have like a ton of headaches because you're like, oh, this is, this, you know, it, and so it's like, just do audio, bro. Just worry about the yeah. audio, do video later <laughs> because yep. you don't need those headaches. I've had those headaches. You don't need them.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely not willing to put, <laughs> put myself through that shit. No. <laughs> just way too much work. But I mean if you can do it and you can pull it off, that's great. But yeah, yeah. It's, if you're, if you're thinking about, you know, getting something started, you, the key is to like make it to where you're going to do it. Right. Like it's almost like a fitness routine. Like don't set it up, like do some shit in your garage first before you go pay for a gym membership, you know, make sure you're going to, you know, do your, your pushups and your whatever before uh, committing to that. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, if you start, if you go front heavy and start buying a bunch of shit and making like a nice setup and then you do the do it for like two months and you're done
0: all the money you wasted for nothing
1: yeah (laughs) time everybody's fucking time you wasted you know (laughs) yeah
0: all right well let's get into uh one of the top uh, one of the not topics but the one of the segments of the podcast which is called unpopular opinions I don't have a soundbite for it. I need to work on that. I keep saying that every episode. Um, yeah, but, uh, since you are our very special guest, um, if you have any unpopular opinions, you can go ahead first. I,
1: I I do. I, this, this will probably piss a bunch of people off. Um, Oh,
0: that's even better.
1: (laughs) I'm not a, uh, in in an innocent way. This is, I'm not tight. It's not like a controversial again, political hot button, but, uh, I don't get it. Fucking fuck Star Wars, dude. I'm not into it. Oh. Uh, dude, like. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh. I know, I know. I knew that was going to rumble hey some feathers. feathers. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I, can't, I Like, on one level, like, okay, the first one, you know, like, I, I get it. Kind of. Yeah. But the, I think at this. Here's what I think. And this is what's going to piss people off. I think even the people that are into it big time, I, I think they just want to be in. They're holding on. I think, you know what I mean? Like they're trying, they want it to exist and they want it to be that thing, but it's just like, uh, like so. In, in other words, I just, no, no interest like mm-hmm. whatsoever. And, um, but <laughs> you know, like I said, not to shit on the people who are into it because I, I do get like, it's entertaining like it's a whole yeah. world they created like i get the appeal i get the appeal i can understand the i can sympathize but i f- i fuck it I, I just i have nothing <laughs> i have nothing for it man and it just seems like every fucking people are talking about when the new shit comes out and all these spoilers and this fucking the uh, and then the, the, the spin-offs with the baby yoda and mandalorian and I couldn't tell you fucking, I know who Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader are. And then aside from that, like, I'm done. Chewie, that's it, dude. I mean,
0: that's not really, I mean, it is very unpopular, but there are a lot of people that will probably will agree with you with that. There are some.
1: There probably are. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. It's like Star Wars is hanging on a, by a thread and yeah. it's like, please last forever because that's what, we that's need what it this is. to
1: last Yeah.
0: You know, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I enjoyed Star Wars since I was a kid. And I, I,
1: I can tell by your reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, like, wait I a, a minute. Feel was, yeah.
0: It would be like that. That meme it just zooms into my face, and it's all yeah, like, yeah, like,
1: like uh what? who did I bring on my show? this asshole.
0: But no, I agree with you. Kind of like people want it to exist because, like, that's all they have, and it's like, yeah. fuck Star Trek. It's like I need yeah. Star Wars, and it does get. It does get kind of annoying and it does get too much at certain points where it's like, Who's that again? What is this? Yeah. What are these movies? Who's this? Where the hell is so it gets it gets complicated. So I, I, I can agree with you and I can I can see from your point of view Howard just be like, <laughs> just fuck Star Wars.
2: Yeah. 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 That's where I'm at. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I'm at that point too. Yeah. I'm like, just man, fuck Star Wars, man. Yeah, I'm fuck tired. Fuck it. you know? it's over.
2: I'm done. Let's go to bed. Yeah.
0: And then I turn around and I have my lightsabers, and I'm like, no, I yeah. need, I need to hold on to I, this. But thread. I need that.
1: Yeah, no, I need that. I mean, <laughs> like I said, like I get it because I can relate like to other shit, kind of yeah. like that. But yeah, I just, I'm over it. Man. You
0: should see the people that go to Comic Palooza. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I, I
1: can't, I can't even. <laughs> well, I went to what. I did like four or five years ago. It was well pre COVID. I went to the one at the GRB.
0: Yeah. It's uh, that one. Yeah. Comic Palooza
1: comic. Okay. Yeah. No, that was a fun time, man. Like yeah. we had good, uh, like, and I get that, like I get the, the, what do you call it? Like people dressing up and shit. Like I can see that too. Cause it's like, it's a community, right. Of people that are into that shit. And it's fun to go look at, you know, the vendors and, uh, you know from like almost like a collector's angle mm-hmm. is kind of fun but um but, but yeah star wars though. <laughs> it's just too like it's 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 doing too much it's
0: it is too much i agree with you uh do you have another one let me, i'm trying to come up with one but let me see if i can yeah if you have um one. here
1: here's one and like once again this isn't like high risk or anything like that but i've gotten shit for it before is um I don't know, like, like I said, this is so mundane. But like, peanut butter on pancakes, man. I live and die by that shit. Uh, a lot of people shit on it. I mean, you got to put the syrup too. Mm-hmm. But pancakes with a little bit of peanut butter and the syrup. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. A lot. Of, a lot of people shit on that.
0: Uh, but why? 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 Why would they? Why would they shit on that?
1: And, I don't know like i i we i actually brought it up on the show recently like a couple shows ago that's why yeah. it was in my head just now and uh yeah the other two uh just thought i was like an alien like that was a fucking crazy idea
0: i mean i would try it i i i probably try one of these days when when she makes pancakes i'm like hey, put a, put a little, we have some peanut butter there you put a go peanut butter and, and then then, and then, try you'll, it and then
1: you'll be you'll be converted
0: i mean I it's so. not as bad as like saying ketchup goes on like tamales or anything like that. Cause that's,
1: that's, r- that's rough. Yeah. That's, that's
0: my grandmother turns in her urn every time people say that. And I'm like, <laughs> I've had, I've had a group of friends who they've came on. They're a local, um, Houston, um, you know, they're, uh, what can you say? T-shirt well, like clothing line. We'll say clothing. Okay. Line. Okay. Houston okay. local clothing line. And they're Hispanic as well, and they're like, you know, ketchup belongs on eggs, and I was like, mm. um, I was like, I don't know, I mean, if it's there, it's there. It's going to touch it, whatever, and they're like, yeah, right. like, uh, you know, ketchup on tamales too, and I was like, mm. I was like, you see, my grandmother is turning in her urn, um, yeah. that means no, <laughs> and no, okay. I've done shit for you, yeah. I, I haven't gotten shit depth for that, but when I do talk about it and speak against it, people were like... No, you're wrong. You you obviously don't know what you're talking about. You've never tried it. And I was like, I don't want to try it. Why the hell would I want to try that? Yeah. It's like you've, sweet you've, ketchup juice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, and you've eaten both of them before separately. So yeah. you, you your brain would probably make a pretty accurate judgment on what it would taste like together. So, yeah, no, I don't think I'll try that. Thank you. <laughs> no. All right, my unpopular
0: plan. And this is one that you guys referenced in your uh, latest episode. And okay. I, think you, I think you know where I'm going with this. Uh, the word Latinx.
1: Oh, yes. Is an
0: abomination. Good. I loathe that word. I, I, to to let to the other guys, Rick and, and, and Ben, I hate the word Latinx. It I it, it is a bad taste in my mouth, yeah. and uh, I don't know if it was it was Mexican osternomas or or uh, uh, was it um, the other one where he said it was okay. some Karen that came up with the term. No, oh, I'm sure it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. No? It wasn't a Karen. I remember it was like maybe 2012, 2013. I was reading this article from like this Hispanic land kind of you know people from LA. Um, yeah. where they yeah. were talking about the <laughs> they were talking about the new term Latinx, and I was like, "What the hell is Latinx?" And I read it, and i I was like, "Stumped." I was like, "Who, who would come up with this?" So I followed like this page that the article where it came from, and it's a bunch of Hispanics from Los Angeles who are yeah. left wing liberal, like left wing liberal, um, yeah who are probably like first, second gen, third generation, Mexican-American or whatever, and want to be inclusive of everybody. So they came up with this term and think it was okay to call people Latinx. And, you know, it took the world by storm. And I hate the term. And it sucks to know that it's our own people that (laughs) that came up with the word. Oh, my God. And I, I think I remember who it was but i it's been a long time of hating this word where I forgot who yeah. who's the one that coined this term, but it's it came from California it came from Hispanics in California, so
1: yeah, it is a different it's a little bit of a different thing with the some of the agenda and yeah, I think that the thing I mean being the only like I said it's it's not really uh what do you call like I guess I don't have skin in the game per se being mm-hmm. only the Caucasian on my on my show. So I'm not speaking it from that angle, but just like as a phenomenon. Yeah, it's like it's a case where of a small portion of a population speaks for the entire group. And it's like, wait, hold on, wait a minute. We didn't I don't remember agreeing to that, right? And then I think that's what's so bothersome about (laughs) that term, Mm. was just the fact that they decided to hijack, you know, a fucking language. Well, and it's also placing judgment on something that doesn't need like the use of the O versus the A to genderize a word, you Mm -hmm. know, whether it's like the word itself referring to a male or female, or if it's just, you know, like an object that has, uh, that carries with it a a male or female, uh, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Like if something ends in O and A. Yeah. yeah, the fact, that, like putting the judgment on that, saying that, like the language in itself is inherently sexist because it makes a distinction between, like the fuck, dude. Like, are you telling me that there's no such thing as a male and a female? At the like, break it down, like that that idea or the the concept that they're sort of trying to reduce it down. Like you're reducing a fraction in fucking math to the very end. It's, it's like they're yeah. making a call saying that like, no, 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 it's wrong. It's wrong to distinguish. And I get there's other shit on top of it. I'm not trying to completely, um, you know what I mean? On yeah. some level it's like, there's probably, uh, uh, a, a, a nugget of genuineness in whoever did that, that, that that wants to do the right thing. Right. It's not, I don't think they conceive of themselves as a, you know, uh, an asshole, but, well but it's, the same time, it's misguided it's very misguided. Yeah, uh, and it's ridiculous. Like it's fucking it like it's, no, and it's, it's, it's really never. It's never. It was never ever ever gonna catch on. It, it and you you pointed it out too, like the Cal- the California kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like sometimes. Well, even like with referring to uh, you know Latinos or Latinas, like that even even that here it's more oh hispanic or yeah he's mexican or you, you know what i mean it's like yeah that i've gotten even, shit for that
0: too because yeah, it's like, like you know my mom's like well you're not his, you know well oh, no not my mom well i can say my mom i'm not gonna throw her under the bus but like i've had people tell me like no you're not hispanic you're not from spain you're this or you're and i'm like who yeah. fucking cares man if that's what if that's what i refer myself to then who are you to pass judgment? It's like just like these people who want to be considered Latinx, you know, All because right. they want to be, you know, inclusive. And it's like, look, I get, like you said, it, it might have been like a genuine gesture, like, hey, let's try to include, you know, these people who are transgender, who are uh, people who are asexual, you know, you know, people who don't identify as a gender. Which yeah. uh, sometimes I don't understand that, but yeah. um, you know, <laughs> let's let's give them a term where they can feel comfortable and inclusive in the, in the Latin culture and they come up with Latinx. And I'm like, no, no, you, at least you <laughs> yeah. tried, but you know, yeah. not everybody hates right. you because you came up with a stupid term. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's force, it's force feeding. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's moving, moving things around that don't really need to be moved around. It's, it's the issue is, like the issue is treat people like people the issue is not call people what they want to be called and right yeah. you know what i mean it's like the 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 focus of the issue is on the wrong fucking thing to where oh yeah let's let's instead of doing all the dirty work let's just change the name instead of uh <laughs> latino or latina it'll be latin x so let's just take everybody's fun out of it and neutralize it to something that we can all agree on but it's like no nobody nobody agreed that everybody nobody agreed to that, agreed that. Like, that, agreed to that. <laughs> and not only that like you can call anything anything if you don't do shit about it it's going to be the same problem yes so this so that's the thing the issue is not all these like the so here we go here's my unpopular opinion my my the next one next on the, the list i don't so i see a lot of these on like my work email profiles of other people that, that come across, this is a recent trend. And you'll see these on people's like LinkedIn or hell, even their Instagram.
0: I know where <laughs> like you're going de- with
1: this. De- <laughs> like designating <laughs> what their gender pronoun is. You know what I mean? When it's it's like, okay, it's like a full, it's a, everything that you would visually expect to be a male. And it's a male name or, you know, and then, but he's got in parentheses, his him. Okay, man. Like, yeah, I was gonna do that anyway. Yeah. Like I, I like you don't have to fucking <laughs> tell me what pronouns to call you because I was gonna call you he, he, he no matter what. Mm. So it's ugh, it's like this little grandstanding thing. I don't know, man. Somebody know. like I'm gonna sit out like I'm gonna go down to UHD and set up a table and just be like, like gender like overt gender, like, pronouns. I didn't know what you would call, <laughs> right. Like, in other words, like giving you the, or the odd, or telling you what pronouns to refer to me as a uh, thing is stupid. Conv- like, conv- what's the guy, the the YouTube video, like prove me wrong. Oh, Steven Crowder. Yeah. Yeah. So do that, man. Prove me wrong. I, <laughs> but I I just think it's, it's a waste of time. It's, it is.
0: It is. It's 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 so stupid. It, like, when I saw people start doing that on Instagram, or even before that, they were referencing themselves as he, him, or uh, her, she, and, you know, zam, zim, whatever, you know, referencing themselves. And I'm like, look, we know you're a guy, okay? We're going to yeah. call you he, we're going to say him, we're going to call you whatever, you know? It, but there are some people that get, like, really offended. If it's like, I'm not a he, I'm a I'm a Z or a Zim. And I'm like, are you, right, you can't on, are you on crack,
1: man? <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, ah, like, so the inclusion thing I get 100% mm-hmm. and I, and I honestly think however you want to live your life, as long as it's not hurting anybody is absolutely fine. If you want to dress a certain way, if, Hey, if you want to augment your body in a certain way, um, Gender, you know, whatever you want to do, or if you want to carry yourself a certain way, refer to yourself in whatever, dude, that's all fine. But you can't expect society to completely adhere to that when it's such a small, that's not the way things work. Yeah. Like we can't just override the entire um, nomenclature of the fucking language to all these like very specifically assigned genders um, that like continue to evolve. Like, okay, look, if, if you're upset that I called you he instead of sheep, fine, tell me, tell you know what I mean? Like when I refer to you in person, correct me. It's like, yeah. okay, I, that's fine. If you, if you tell me that you want to be referred to as that, then fine, I'll do that. I guess what the part that the unpopular part is just like the need to project this as like, a thing that we all need to get on board with and like, we all, we can't start referring to people as, I mean, it kind of ties into the Latin X thing, I guess, where it's like, dude, like it's not like (laughs) there is a thing called male and female. And that is typically when, when a baby is born, typically it is either one or the other, right? Like biologically. Hmm. Okay. Like regardless of how they, they develop and their feelings or whatever, that's, that's something different but there is such a thing as a biological male. And there is such a thing as a biological female. So calling or or assigning that in a linguistic way is just a natural way of making those distinctions. So don't make me feel like a fucking asshole because I'm doing it the way that we've been doing it for millions of fucking years. Exactly.
0: And then growing (laughs) up in like the school system calling, you know, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. And it's like, yeah. no, I can't say that because it's like I might offend the person. It's like, that it goes all out the yeah. window.
1: <laughs> right, and and like, and that's the thing, too, is it's like nobody's in jumping all over people on Twitter because they make an honest mistake, right? Like, mm-hmm. if somebody's, like, deliberately trying to hurt somebody and hurt their feelings because they're... That's a different thing, man. Like, and that's where I think the thing gets fucked up is, like, so much focus gets point put on making everybody walk on eggshells that the real intent of the thing like yeah man if somebody's doing hate speech you're like oh people that are you know transgenders blah 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 they should be they should go to hell and blah, blah, blah. that's fucked up you know yeah call that person out tell them they're an asshole but it, if it's just because you refer like you make the mistake of like oh uh you know i'm sorry ma'am ma'am i'm not a ma'am i'm i identify as a Blah, blah blah I don't know that. Like I'm trying I'm doing my best, man. I'm just trying to see if you need something to Yeah. If you need a place to sit down, right? Like and then somebody says that and they put a video on Twitter and everybody freaks out and this guy's the worst piece of shit who ever lived. Like don't don't do that. That's not nobody that's not productive for fucking anybody. No, it's not. In, including the the movement that you're you're trying to you know what I mean, push forward. So
0: yeah, at, I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, these stupid pronouns that you put on Instagram I was like, if there was a pronoun that I would just go by, it was like, just dude, just call me dude. Yeah, no, don't call is, me. That, don't, <laughs> your, I like that. Don't just call me, you know, I don't just you're a dude. Okay, dude can mean yeah. like women could mean men can be transgender <laughs> yeah. can mean whatever you are dude. you know, yeah, it, yeah. Sam, you know so
1: yeah let's just a story that either dude or bro, or bro.
0: yeah bro
1: let's just let's just sign bro because i hear <laughs> chicks calling each other bro and stuff like it always makes me laugh i think it's funny um but like it's a ge- like it's a real thing too like sometimes yeah. like you know a girl say something like hey bro like stop <laughs> and it's like you're not saying bro it's just yeah. that's the,
0: that's just the term it's, i mean it's, it's, oh, it's yeah it's a, a term pronoun and we'll call it a, a pronoun
1: Right, but I like. I think that we should just establish that everybody yeah. fuck. He, he should just go with dude or bro for everything. <laughs> I think the rest you, of the you, guys
0: would agree to that.
1: Hell yeah, you hear you heard it here first inside the North Side podcast. Dude, bro, the only two pronouns left.
0: That's it. Pick one. You know, I'm not no more. Just hey, dude. Okay, hey, which dude. Which dude, dude are you talking about? Those,
1: <laughs> yeah, those are your two choices. Dude, bro. <laughs>
0: Just don't tell Mark Zuckerberg. Cause then he'll get upset. He's like, Oh, they're trying to beat oh, the system.
1: That, that dude.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I tried to watch that video about the whole metaverse. And I was like, this uh, is like uh, an hour and something long. And I was like, I don't know if my brain is ready to watch that.
1: No, uh, I don't think it is. I think you did. I didn't, I'll uh, be honest. I don't think I saw the entire, I couldn't, it was too much. I saw like what I needed to see mm-hmm. and backed away. Um, that's the most awkward, weird shit. Uh, and what's weird too is this, not to steer too far away, but a lot of times, man, like we'll bring, cause we're so current. Like, like we basically, a lot of times when we record, we talk about the shit a lot of times that happened like that day. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to like talk our shit right on a topic. And then like throughout the week, all these other podcasts to get released and it's fun to watch like who covers it. And a lot of times, man, it's funny because like a lot of shows like I listen to, you know, big, huge, you know, popular shows and they'll kind of hit like the same angles. It, 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 you know, it makes me laugh. But yeah, the metaverse, in other words, like I heard a bunch of shows that were like commenting or kind of honing in on some of the things (laughs) that like I had thought that were very odd about it. And like Mm -hmm. his mannerisms dude and how uncomfortable he is talking, but yet he's still got to be the face of it. Like they could easily (laughs) hired out somebody who's like a fucking, Oh, they're like, he's literally the last person in that entire company who should be fucking promoting anything or should be the face or the talking, or the you know the talking head for that to represent that company. That guy's the fucking worst, dude. They could have got like so Brad unfu- Pitt
0: or like Matthew McConaughey to like do Easy. the video.
1: <laughs> Easy, dude. Easy. It would have went off. He would have sold me. I would have been like, oh, okay, fuck it. I do need a headset, I guess. Or even Joe but Rogan. Since- put Joe Rogan on. That would have been <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be the ultimate. Yeah, you'd got... You'd get the entire population of the United States or the male population to be on that shit immediately with their fucking alpha brain and, you know, kettlebells and alpha brain and fucking jump into the meta <laughs> and start submitting motherfuckers.
0: Uh, he definitely has a huge cult following. So he would get yeah. the majority. I'd probably end up being there just having my avatar look like a mini Joe Rogan. But, you know, yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah, dude. <laughs>
0: um. All right. Let me see if I can come up with one, on one more unpopular opinion, and then we'll do the the last segment of the show. Uh. Let me see. Uh. Okay. Well. Okay. Here's one unpopular one, and this kind of goes around with the holidays that are going on right now. Uh. I don't see what's the big difference. I. I have no problem. Saying Merry Christmas to people. I feel like people that get offended by people saying Merry Christmas um, are like, I think they're just trying to find something to bitch at. Mm -hmm. I used to work in retail and I would always like when Christmas time would come, I would always like to say Merry Christmas to people. And some people would just be like, and I'm like, what's wrong? And I'm like, yeah, I get you don't like it, whatever. But at least someone's telling you Happy Holidays or Merry Christmas. Come on, you know? Yeah. And it's weird because nobody says it anymore. I had caught myself like it's Christmas, man. It's like I'm not even telling anybody Merry Christmas. Everyone's just like going on by their day. So it, it is, sometimes is a little awkward. I'm like, oh Merry Christmas, and they're like, huh? And I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, like oh yeah, it's Merry, it's Christmas We're gone, you know.
1: <laughs> I know it is a weird. It's weird you brought that up because I was, I had like kind of a handful of things to, you know, for unpopular opinions, and I remember that crossed my mind because yeah, well, it wasn't from that angle of saying Merry Christmas, but it was like calling things uh, a holiday party as opposed to a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's, you know, it's not, we're st- kind of in the same realm of Latinx, right? <laughs> Where it's like, let's, I get it. Not everybody's, um, you know, celebrating the the birth of Christ because they're not Christian. Fine. Like, but like that's why you're off you know what i mean like that's yeah. why everything's closed right it's a it's a country that yeah it's everybody's here like multiple religions but like the trend to this point is to like christmas is probably the biggest national holiday right or like that's widely celebrated so so you know what i mean like that's what it is like you're you've got a christmas tree up You know what I mean? You've got Santa comes to the store for kids to come watch them. Like we're celebrating Christmas, Mm -hmm. okay? Like call it. So just say Merry Christmas, or call it the call it the fucking Christmas party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't change. Like just because you call it the holiday party,
0: it doesn't change what it is.
1: It does, and yeah, you're still like I (laughs) said, you still got the tree, and you got the. Maybe you don't have pictures of the crucifixion, or you don't, you know, but you're celebrating christmas yeah and it's funny too
0: because like there's some people who will be like oh happy hanukkah and i I was one of those people because it it was funny because i was at work and there was this jewish guy that came up to me he was like is it okay if i park here i was like i don't own this store what are you asking me for he was like oh because we're doing our hanukkah celebration next door i was like oh okay well hey happy hanukkah and he was like oh thanks I think he thought I was, like, Muslim or something. So he that's why he was kind of, like, off caught off guard. Because I kind right, of... He, he, didn't know, know <laughs> he didn't know what to say back. He didn't know what to say. And I'm like, happy Hanukkah, you know. Um, but I was like, yeah, I, I, hey, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy whatever. You know, other people yeah. who celebrate it. And then it's like, Merry Christmas. And other people are like that, too. But when it comes to Christmas, they're like, no, I'm not going to say it. But it's like, but you'll say fucking happy Hanukkah to some random person who you don't know. But you celebrate Christmas and you don't even celebrate Hanukkah. So it's like,
1: right. Yeah. I think
0: work with me, buddy, please work with me.
1: (laughs) Right. Like what we're getting at, I think the main point for all of these is like, yeah, don't don't demonize like a good like some. So saying Merry Christmas to somebody, right, is like conveying a good gesture. Like it's a (laughs) greet, it's a greeting. Right. Yeah. It's like a positive greeting. Like, hey, I hope you have a great time. Um you know, while we're, we're at home and spending time with your family. Don't get mad. Like if somebody says Merry Christmas and you're not Christian, like you can choose to fucking get upset and make that a deal about include, but really like the person was trying to greet you and say, have a good time with your family. Don't make it something that's not like, cause yeah. he got it wrong. Don't yeah. shit on this guy and don't get offended and don't waste your own energy worrying about that shit. You know, just, it was a nice gesture, <clears throat> you know. Maybe he he assumed you were a Christian incorrectly. Uh, fuck, yeah, I, it's Don't the same thing
0: with like. Hold on, give me one second. It's the same thing with like Thanksgiving. People were getting, people were getting all offended because they're oh, like, dude, "It's not even religious." <laughs> They, like you don't had, like eating? <laughs> shut the fuck up. It wasn't just even eat. about the food. I mean, yeah, it's well. all about the food. But people yeah. were like... I've um, seen a couple of people who are on my Instagram. They're like, um, Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, fuck the colonizers. you no, and And I'm like, Dude, we're just <laughs> celebrating to eat, bro. Whatever happened... Three, yeah. four, five hundred years ago, it happened, but it, we're, we're celebrating Thanksgiving. Yeah. Aside yeah. from that, it's a day to give thanks, you know, with who you your family, you know, and this and that. It's like nobody. I feel like people who do that are just looking for attention. Like, look yeah. at me. I'm talking about people who colonized and ruined our people's right. land. And I'm like, just <laughs> shut the fuck up and just right. eat the and turkey, please.
1: Yeah, it's right. Get get some more stuffing and some green bean casserole and some pecan <laughs> pie and shut the fuck up. Because really, but but and that's the thing. It's like it's not that that didn't happen. It's not like that's not an accurate thing. Yeah. But pick and shoot. Like at this point, is is anybody like, oh man, I'm so sh- glad that um, we committed genocide and took over this nation so that we could have this meal no, nobody's fucking saying that, you know, <laughs> like nobody, nobody's having Thanksgiving dinner with that intent. They're just getting together with their family and celebrating. So don't, don't bury all that in or project, you know, your, your, th- there's a time to have that discussion, right? There's a, there's plenty of formats and plenty of or avenues that you can take that discussion and, and talk about how, yes, you know, the, cause yeah, it's all that we, at this point, your general person would accept that that's the reality. Yeah. Um, regardless of your political beliefs, you know. So, yes, that that's a true thing, but do, what are you getting off by you know picking that as a t- you know why? Because you pointed it out. It's it's a good way to get attention. Yeah. So let these people let the people have their meals and don't try to have shit on their day and f- make them feel bad because they're having a dinner with their family. But oh, what you're really doing is you're you're in, in a sense you're celebrating that no, you they're not yeah. they're trying to they're they're trying to enjoy a day with their family to have a nice meal they're taking advantage of it they didn't you know what I mean they weren't the ones that were <laughs> fucking spreading smallpox to the no. they, you know what I mean? they, they weren't they I don't didn't. think they they're were deep, spreading
0: just, was the cranberry sauce on whatever we're <laughs> yeah, eating no all sure. and a shit load of butter
1: on some dinner rolls yeah I, I, maybe 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 ketchup on fucking tomorrow oh, depending on who house.
0: It's probably those people. Those are the ones that yeah. are trying to get attention and then eat ketchup. Oh, my. I can picture those people. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my yeah. public opinion. You know, the whole Christmas thing. And then we just ended with people <laughs> saying, fuck the colonizers. I'm like, yeah. okay, hey, whatever. You yeah. know, and it's well before we get into that. No, nah, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> leave it for another time. Nice, that's good. There's, we had two there's, of those. There's a, there's a thing where I have about people who talk about, like, colonizers, especially with Hispanics when they talk about the Spaniards. I, I, it'll talk about that maybe on a solo episode, maybe next year. Bookmark
1: it. Yeah, um,
0: because yeah. yeah, it's, it's something that really, like, bothers me. But people are just like, hey, fuck, fuck you, 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 whatever. Anyways, we'll, we'll get out of that. But, yeah. Um, Let's get into the next segment uh, that is called
1: What are you listening to?"
0: So pretty much it's called "What are you listening to?" Um, where it's a segment where we talk about what have you been listening to lately? could be music, could be podcast, could be um, motivational speaking, whatever. Um, but since you are a special guest, you can go ahead. so Ben, what have you been listening to lately?
1: What have I been listening to? Let me pull up and let me see the last thing. You know what? I uh, There's a band that I didn't, you know, and especially, dude, because of my age, like I have to like s- deliberately seek shit out because mm-hmm. uh, it's not like I'm getting in many conversations with my peers. Well, maybe a little bit of work or whatever. But uh, so, like, occasionally I'll get excited if I'll find something kind of different. Uh, there's a band, I mean, maybe people have already know, but I, I just kind of discovered them within the last like six months or so. Uh, it's a Dumbo Gets Mad. You ever heard of them? Um, no, I haven't. Check it out. Uh, it's good shit.
0: Hmm. I have to say so yeah, it. that's I've been
1: listened to a lot of them, and then uh, also to a lot of uh, I wouldn't say a lot, but I like um, from Houston, uh, Krongbin.
0: Yeah, Krongbin. They're really good. I, I enjoyed their music. Very smooth, very relaxing. Uh, hell yeah, just like it's like you can put, you can put on their whole music for the whole day and have like a barbecue and just yeah. have a kickback with friends and just drink a beer and watch, you know, it, that's what their music it is. too. It's just the vibe out and have a good time with people. I love crunk Band. Yeah. I want no, to yeah, see them when I can.
1: It is. It's a vibe. It is. So that. Um, anything else have you been listening to
0: or just those? Um,
1: those. And then, um, <laughs> a lot just rare here recently. I kind of dipped back in, uh, uh Zarface with oh, um yeah. uh Seven L Esoteric and um Inspector Deck. The, they've been around a while now. I think the first album was like maybe 2015, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they've they've done a couple of collabs with like uh MF Doom before he died and Ghostface and uh I always just it's kind of like it's done in that same kind of with the same mentality as like the shit I kind of came up on. So it it hits home, but it's like current too, right? Yeah. So I've been, I've been listening to some of their shit lately.
0: Yeah, I like a lot of, I like some MF Doom. I, it's funny because my uncle showed me MF Doom a long time ago. And this one, like, it was like people didn't know who he was, but they knew who he was if you were cool enough. Well, right yeah yeah it was, was yeah, yeah he like, yeah. was one of those yeah but it's like you're if you know you know he's cool if you're cool yeah. you know who mf doom is if you're not then yeah. you know so i i knew you know mf doom and sarves and all them this and that and, and um yeah man it's just, it that's a whole vibe too it's just like it's real good it's it's music music yeah. from people who are passionate about what they do you know, rest in peace, MF Doom. Dude was one of the, like the greatest that nobody knew who he was, and yeah. it's just it, people don't I, make music he, like that anymore. You know, for sure. He
1: he's like the he's the poster boy for the expression uh, "your favorite rapper's favorite rapper." Yeah, exactly. Like that that like that's that, yeah, that's who he was. Oh man! Yeah. Like I well, said, do not make you? music
0: for me? What have I been listening to lately? Uh, I was listening to some Beastie Boys like throughout okay. the week. I I, I pick I random. I mean, at random. I'm random with music lately. Like if I'm like getting a vibe from something, I'm like, oh, I'll listen to this for like the whole day. Yeah. Um, but it's like it was Beastie Boys. Um, who else was I listening to? Let me let me pull it up here. Beastie Boys. I have, like, this 80s playlist that I made for my girlfriend. Uh, we threw, like, a... Uh, I threw a surprise party for her. And uh-huh. we go to this club called Barbarella. It's off of San and in Midtown. Okay. And on Saturdays, they do 80s night. And we like going to the 80s night. You know, I, my parents were kids of the 80s. So, I, they yeah. showed me music. So, anyways... Um, I was like, I'm gonna throw her a surprise party. So it was like an eighties themed birthday. And um I made like this playlist and like I haven't listened to it since then. And I I listened and I was I was listening to it this week and I was like a pretty good playlist that I made. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. tune my horn a little <laughs> bit. Um I have a party playlist that I come up when I when we have parties, I'll put it on. Mm-hmm. Um anything else? No. I've been I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Of course, y'all, you know, skip the podcast, um, Tim Dillon's uh, some my friends uh, ranting with Ramos over there in L.A. Okay, um, shout another out yeah, shout thing. out to them and another uh, two podcasts, Geek and Geek Out and Rambling Alcoholics. Uh, I think you would like Rambling Alcoholics. They're they're some funny guys. They just talk like shit. They you know they drink. They'll right. take some edibles and they just talk like random shit. It's really funny. And i um, I'm planning to do an episode with them probably next season, which is um, okay. going to start in. Nice. in well, the season starts in February, but we're gonna figure out an episode. Um, but yeah, I think you guys would like them. They, they, you know, they talk and say funny shit and stuff like that. Um, who else? Uh, I think that's it. And, you know, Joe Rogan, of course, um, and you know my podcast as well. And that's <laughs> sometimes I listen to my own podcast where it's like, yeah, uh, there's some episodes that I've done recently that I'll go back and listen to that I really like. Um Cause it's like, damn! I didn't know it was that good.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's true, man. Like you'll, I do the same thing. Like I'll listen just for my own entertainment sometimes to to some of our episodes, and uh, yeah, it gives you like a new another perspective. But yeah, you're right. You like you'll hit these little moments where, uh, you know, not to fucking break this down too detail but like you know just the rhythm of people interjecting and like the conversation and everything and like the points that are brought up like there, yeah there's these little like moments where you're just like oh, fuck dude. like that was like perfect mm-hmm. you know like we're and uh you try to hone in on what made that so enjoyable to listen to and like okay well that should be the you know try to figure out how to get more of that in there right so you've got a, a whole tight whatever hour and a half two hours of like undeniable listening material. you
0: know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've done episodes with uh, another podcaster, you know, and it it was like a collaboration. It was like our episodes were like one, it was one big episode, but it was his podcast and my podcast. And it was really Mm -hmm. good. I I enjoyed it. So I listened to both of our episodes like four times because it was just good. And I have some solo ones and I have some ones with special guests. So like I said, sometimes when I'm bored, or, like, I have nothing to listen to, I'll listen back to my own podcast because it's, like, I'm I'm my own critique, really. You know, mm-hmm. I have other people listening, well, that's not that good. That's not, I'm just like, oh, whatever. I don't care. I care about what I hear. If I don't like it, I was like, okay, make a note. Uh, change this, change that. Um, cool. But lately, I like what I'm doing. I I'm um, The formula that I have, you know, solos, um, topics, special guest, I liked it. It took a long time and a lot of like shitty episodes to come up with like this formula that I have accepted. So, um, yeah, no,
1: I've, like I said, like, man, I, from what I've listened to of your, your shows, yeah, it comes off, man. Especially like when you're, and I, I'm sure this is the case, but like the more solos you do, you get used to, especially when you don't have a, a guest to bounce off of, it's a real different muscle yeah, uh, that you work to like, keep it going and keep, you know make something that somebody would want to listen to right i mean anybody can just sit there and babble but like to make an actual uh yeah i know it comes off very well you can tell that you've put in a lot of time um but yeah let's you know have you ever do do you ever do live um i haven't done as much before but i used to our host is uh, Podbean, mm-hmm. and it allows for like a little live um so a lot of times just for that very reason just for almost like repetition of like mic time i'll just go live and all of a sudden a bunch of weird people from like the uk or india or shit will call in and it's just like a good practice to you know for for what we do as Mm -hmm. podcasters to like have that element of like oh okay this is going out like live and like you don't know who's gonna call um you know it's something too so if like somebody's Getting into podcasting or whatever—that's a good, uh, a good tactic. But yeah, you're to, not to steer it clear off, off of you, but like you're, yeah, your solos—you can tell you've done a lot of them. um Yeah, you know, with how <laughs> you yeah. talk and stuff. But, but that's cool, man, because that's not easy to no. to to do that. So
0: yeah, cool. and my inspiration for like my solos are like Bill Burr's podcast, Joey right. Diaz, yeah. Tim Dillon. I listen to them, and I in a way like study and take notes like okay well how are they coming off i mean they're comedians they're they're guys have been doing this for a while for sure i'm just a podcast i've just been doing this for two years so like i said i take notes you know solo wise and it's like okay well they're they're it feels like they're talking to somebody but it's just them so it's like Mm -hmm. how can i make it to where it's like it's a conversation with the person on the other side of the headphones or the radio or whatever whatnot you let's what you listen to and it's like how can I make it like engage and, like engageable and, and like enjoyable for somebody to be like no you know and talk like that that's what I that's my ultimate goal is to like have a podcast where I people listen to it and then like talk to themselves when they're listening to it and they're like no he's wrong what the hell you know just yeah to make yourself look crazy just like no I disagree with him or I agree with him or, <laughs> or laugh out loud and stuff like that yeah. you know yeah So that, like I said, I've done a lot of, like you said, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of solos. I've done where it's like painfully, like awkward, where it's like I have nothing to do. Um, And it's like I I work at it. I try to make it the best I can. And, you know, and like I said, I take notes of my month, like how things have gone. And then when it comes time to do a solo, I have everything to like, bounce off it's like okay i have this i have that i have this i have that like the recent one that i did you know i was talking about like travis scott episode i was talking about like other stuff that was going on you know i talked about like the whole rock band and like guitar hero kind of thing which is like kind of random (laughs) because that's what came to my head but i was just like you know people will remember this people will talk about this and stuff like that you know, it's like Kiss is like one of the greatest bands of all time. And I knew people were, <laughs> were not going to enjoy that. Yeah. But it was just like conversation. This is like what I was thinking about. So, yeah, it, like it's, it, it's weird because people are like, what the hell is he talking about? I don't even I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. But it's just some people will understand, like podcasters will understand. Like, OK, he's been down, he's been down the road. He knows.
1: <laughs> he yeah. knows a thing or two, yes. but a thing or two. No, it's you can hear it right away. Like if i listen to like a new podcast. You know, or I'll, maybe because somebody I come across on Instagram or whatever. And then so I'll say, oh, I guess I'll have to I'll, t- I'll let me check out the show. So I'll download an episode. And it's like, dude, if it's like the first 10 seconds, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> like they're like nothing happens. like off done. Like because there's so many. Like, yeah. why would I even give you half a second of a chance if it's like <laughs> I could tell within five seconds this is dog shit. And it might not be you might have solved fucking talked about the you know manipulating biology to cure fucking cancer in the 30 minute mark but if you know what i mean if you don't hold my attention for the first five seconds i'm i'm done like
0: yeah i mean with like our intros you know you guys do your intro you have to catch them within like the first 15 seconds if you don't get anything within the first 15 seconds it's done nobody cares they're like next you know so like you know we have we have to keep it interesting i have to keep my intros interesting you you guys have an interesting intro intro as well that hooks people in it's like okay what are they going to talk about now and this and that and then they'll stick around and stuff like that like i know people whose podcasts are just like that where like they try to be somebody who they're not and then they're not that person but they try to yeah they try to make that persona on the podcast but it's it's like no just stick yourself because if you try to be somebody who you're not on the podcast and then they meet you in real life and you're not that it, it i'm making a whole rubik's cube of this yeah
1: no you're going you're in a flow state <laughs> go go with it
0: i'm in the other dimension as you guys say yeah.
1: yes right astral flame <laughs> Shit, yeah got the toe got the toe dipped <laughs> well
0: uh before we end would you, uh, this is your time. You can go ahead and do any shout outs, any plugins to whoever. So the floor is yours, sir.
1: Shit. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I guess just, I'll just use this to I guess, give us our, all our uh, credentials. You can find our Skip the Noise podcast, uh, Rounded Edge Media Production. Anywhere you can download podcasts. Uh, the Instagram is kind of the main hub for our social media, at Skip. Underscore the mm-hmm. underscore noise underscore podcast. We almost got TikTok. I think that's just skip the noise, like continuous. Twitter is skip the noise PO1. And also, of course, the the solo accounts. Uh, you can follow Mexican Nostradamus. I think it's on the show. Think he, he said it was at Mexican, but it's at Mex Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Brown Python's account is at Rick Bluecheck done not certified so he just gave him gave himself his own blue check um and then we've got a if you need some kind of idea for the show any any kind of input or any other form of communication uh you can skip the noise podcast at gmail.com for anything like that other than that man any any houston podcasters or any texas podcasters that you know like some of the ideas we talked about earlier in the show as far as uh some sort of organization or meetup or what have you conventions smaller otherwise. Uh, yeah, I'd like to hear any kind of ideas like that as well, but yeah, man, shout out to, uh, deep MCs podcast, friend of the show and, um, uh, yeah, man, age town. All
0: right. Well, Hey, uh, <laughs> thank you again for coming on the podcast. I know you, like you said, you guys are very busy. You guys have lives, you have families it's not easy taking time away from your family to do, you know, someone else's podcast because it sometimes people will get upset. You know, like, hey, let's just take a break, or hey, let's, yeah. um, you know, I I know people who will get upset where it's like, hey, man, let's take a break. We've been doing the podcast for a while and they'll get upset. It's like, hey, just spend time with your family. So, um, but like I said, you you know, we're up here at late. It's like twelve o'clock. <laughs> 1:30 well, 30 in the morning yeah, you know you going, know man. we both have to like work i, I mean I'm, I'm assuming you have to work the next day you know or today yep. i have to work today so it's like but it, we're doing this because we love this you know and yep. like i said we, we could have done this at any other time but we're doing it now and this is going to be like one of the best episodes that we're putting out so um you know shout okay. out to you guys you know mexican nostradamus you know and and and, and uh, uh, rick and you and the whole podcast and you know houston podcasters out there you know we we all got to come together let's all make this community bigger and stronger and you know like i said we can try to figure out maybe in 2022 to like figure like a like a meetup or something like that where we can just hang out and chill and talk and have a good time and you know maybe find new podcasters to collaborate with and stuff like that so
1: hell yeah or get you know get pot people interested in getting into podcasting sort of a you know a little scaffolding so to speak to work off of with yeah. people who've been in the game a little bit because it's a, it's a valuable thing so yeah man absolutely so th- yeah thanks for having me on uh, I this was really really fun like I said I've been looking forward to it for a long time so wrap it up in a bun man glad yeah. we did it
0: well hopefully next time we can get the other two guys on and We'll have like a, a bigger episode where we can just like talk off of each other and just have like stupid comments and stuff like that. So
1: shit, yeah, or shit, man. We'll get we'll we'll uh, pencil in getting you on our show. It'd be oh, fun that, would, video that, video that would be cool to be on the skip yeah. the
0: Noise. Well, Hell yeah, it's late, so we both have to get our our yeah. beauty sleep. So again, Benjamin, thank you for coming on the podcast. It it means a lot to me. Um, Shout out to you guys, like I said before. Shout out to everybody else that's listening. Uh, I hope you guys have a good night. I hope you have a good day, good weekend, good week. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever you guys celebrate. Um, Have a good night. God bless. Peace. And I'll see you guys on the new year.